2: Welcome to Guys We Fuck, the anti-slut shaming podcast. Yo, you haven't Yo, said? I'm sex? Christina Huppins. I'm Corinne Fisher. and I'm your stuff hey, boyfriend. Bring us your slutty, your horny, and your shame. Hey, you a slut? Yes.
3: Okay. (laughs) Let's talk about fucking. What up, fuckers?
2: How you doing? Where you at? Where are you? You okay? Welcome to another episode of Guys We Fucked. It's the anti-slut shaming podcast. I'm Corinne Fisher. I'm Christina Hutchinson. Welcome to the show. Oh, boy. If you haven't subscribed to our YouTube channel yet, stop everything
3: you're doing even if it's giving birth just put up pu- hold your legs tight real quick to subscribe youtube.com slash guys we fucked without the you in fucked because on February 14th aka Valentine's Day aka Galentine's Day aka Bad Bitch Day <laughs> aka the debut date of our debut stand-up comedy special
2: uh, what a long time coming guys Woo. you're gonna enjoy this this is a real love letter to the fuckers and mm-hmm. kind of a cunt smear to people who hate <laughs> us <laughs>
1: Not the word I was expecting, but love a it.
2: A cunt smear. When you know when you do
3: you know when you doing your girlfriend's laundry and you see your underwear and you're like, oh, that's a cunt smear. See, Chris, you
2: knew what a cunt smear. I knew smear exactly I was. what you meant. She knew what I was talking okay. about. I've been
3: dealing with cunt smears since I was a wee one. <laughs> oh boy, that's another conversation for another day. But anyway, been yes. public
1: for two weeks and the show goes crazy. Oh, already
3: Zany, guys,
2: <laughs> can she be stopped?
1: no
3: I can't
2: <laughs> oh just don't make us regret this okay no. uh, anyway we'll see you February 14th on YouTube and in the meantime you're gonna hear us here yes and if you
3: have an email you wanna email us uh, the, su- the email address is sorryaboutlastnightshow at gmail.com if you have advice you need a question you wanna run a story <coughs> bias whatever make the subject line you know pretty uh, uh, you know descriptive of what your email's about and today's subject line is I haven't had sex since, since 2014 help I hope this isn't future me. Oh, okay. Gosh. Hi, Christina and Corinne. I've heard almost every one of your episodes and have been listening for several years now. When are is when are is your next show in Denver? Please come back. Ha ha. I'll Always hide start. those people. Mm-hmm. I, I know. Uh, it's the altitude and the marijuana. I honestly don't know why I didn't think of emailing you sooner for advice. Anyways. Yes, yeah, here's good like time. Here's my story. Left a 10-year relationship that I got into when I was about 17. I was dating a woman. I'm bisexual. We broke up several times, but two to three of those times were serious and lasted longer than usual. When we would break up, I would go hook up with guys and get my fix of dick. It wasn't a problem until my ex, who was bisexual until about the age of 22, just uh, started to label herself as a lesbian. Because she realized she wasn't into guys anymore, it became an issue when I would say I was bisexual. It was almost as if she was disgusted by the idea of me being fucked before. Mm. She's acting like a dude. She became jealous of and accused me of cheating several times. I never lied about hooking up with guys when we were broken up because we were broken up. All right, Ross. Her and I had sex and it was so good until the last like four to five years. That's a long time of bad sex. Yeah, that's like half of the relationship. We were having uh, sex less and less And I won't lie, sometimes I was okay with it because I didn't want to have sex with her at the time due to my other issues in our relationship. Our last big breakup was 2014 when we separated for about six months or so. During that time, I had my mini hoe phase. I fucked three guys and one woman in a very short period of time. I was having a blast and even met a guy that blessed me with the best dick of my life so far. He even helped me realize I was a squirter. So, I think about sex with him often. Wow, in 2014, huh? And I think a lot of it has to do with the fact that he was attracted to every part of me and did not let me hide or be shy uh, uh or be shy the times we had sex. Yeah, my ex did the same, but it just wasn't the same. You know what I mean? Yeah, she had a vagina and this guy's a dick. So maybe that's what it is. I don't know. It's the patriarchy still. Uh, I, hate Cre- wanna, just creep I, hate, I hate when you want to just creep it I hate when you want to fuck the patriarchy <laughs> like literally, but in the <laughs> Fast forward to 2021 when I finally came to my senses and left my girlfriend for good. Oh, you left her in 2021. Okay. Wow. So they were Wait, together and just didn't
2: what? fuck for a really, really long time. What? honestly this is kind of weird but it makes more sense now because I was just like how could you be a human and not have sex for that long once you've already started having sex but if you're in a miserable relationship because you're in a miserable relationship ding 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 yeah makes sense now welcome to straight marriage fast forward
3: to 2021 when I finally came to my senses and left my girlfriend for good for many reasons including codependency physical and emotional abuse cheating on her part etc I should have left sooner I know now I am having a hard time getting back out there as a single woman my ex really fucked with my mental health and now I have anxiety and self-esteem issues. My weight gain has also contributed to my low uh, level of confidence. I gained weight when I lived with my ex for like five years. And when I would try to lose weight, she said I was going to leave her for a guy. So controlling. Mm. Now I feel scared to be sexual with a guy again. I have a friend who does the whole casual hookup thing and she encourages me to just do it. But I have tried. I went on Hinge and realized that guys were quick to meet up and I got anxiety about the whole thing and deleted the app. About three months later, a guy messaged me on Facebook and we hit it off. Facebook is where you get dick, jeez. We would text every day for about two to three weeks. He even sent me a video of himself naked and it was hot. I don't even remember the last time I received a nude. Ha ha. (laughs) (laughs) I was determined to fuck with no strings attached, so I told him he could come over someday during the week the uh, the day came and i was so nervous that i went on google and searched uh searched up what it's like to have sex after not having it for almost 7 years huge mistake i mean yeah you're just being too anxious about it it said that it was possible i wouldn't produce enough lubrication and that my anxiety could make it hard to get wet <laughs> what you going on Mother downer.com jewishmother.com what to, what? Is Downer. com? Jewishmother. What, what? <laughs> what is what there are you to doing? google <laughs> what are you
2: do you also you google anything you're going to get you're going to get a sad sack of shit answer you know right and just because you haven't fucked doesn't mean that you haven't been a all that time you got to have more you got to be more
3: durable during your anxiety it's it's hard but you got you can talk it's just a matter of talking yourself through it all right let's let's get back to this email on top of that I was very scared to show my body to someone new after so many years I sent him pictures of myself but you know how that goes we tend to choose the pictures that we look our best in even if that's not how we look most of the time but I was so determined or so I thought I went to the pharmacy and picked up some lube and condoms just in case I even tried practicing with a dildo, but it wasn't much, uh, but I wasn't having much luck getting it in all the way. And I think it's because I'm scared. Yeah. 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 That's what happens. Your vagina is like your third stomach, right? That's what they (laughs) say. Anyway, after getting in my head so much, I decided that I just couldn't do it, especially not with someone I hadn't met in person before. So I called it off and I never heard from him again, which was expected. Maybe I dodged a bullet. I don't know. But I just don't think I was ready. I want to be ready. I am over my ex, but not over the trauma I went through. Mm. I'm also having the hardest time finding the right therapist. So there's that. Oh, that's a big one. Help, please help me get dicked down again. I don't want to go a whole another year and just make it all worse for myself. What do you think happens when you don't have sex for so long? I know that Christina hasn't had sex in a while. <laughs> oh. And I was just wondering. That always yeah, feels it's true. so
2: accusatory <laughs> nah, now.
3: She's right. I'm trying to be honest with the truth now. I know Christina hasn't had sex in a while. And I was wondering if you shared some of the same concerns. What do we got to do to get some dick around here without overthinking it so much? With love, a horny Bisexual. Well, I gotta say sex is, I've, I love sex and I, I wasn't nervous about, um, doing it again after not doing it for over two years because I've been masturbating my face off for the past two years. So I really, I knew how to move my body. I was watching also one thing I was watching is porn, but with, with a different lens. I was watching porn cause I'm like, whose moves do I like? Who do I want to emulate? You know what I mean? Like who are my porn idols? Um, And uh, so I picked a couple gals that I really liked their riding style. They rode dick in a way that I would love to ride dick. And so that helped. And um, masturbating. I know a Sibian is a very expensive piece of equipment, but here's a fun little hack that's a lot cheaper. If you go to your local sex store, you can get a cushion that is the shape of a Sibian and it has a slit in it where you put your vibrator or your dildo. Boom. It's a Sibian that you don't plug in, but it works just as good. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, so uh, that was a a, hack. Yeah, that was a a fucking hack, hack. and it's and you can practice riding the dick. And another thing I was doing was, um, because you know I've been on top and uh, like your thighs give out, and you're like, uh oh, I'm not done yet, but my body says I am. So, um, so I've been doing a
2: lot of squats. You can also just lean down a little bit more on your knees. I'm gonna try that.
3: Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) I was like, you don't have to stay fully up. See, that's my problem. I feel I make it harder for myself because I don't realize where I can give. You know. Whatever. It's fine. But uh, I I took my yoga mat and I would just literally like pretend a guy was on my yoga mat and just did this. I mean, I did it better than that. But yeah. (laughs) You should have seen it. It was me. like you were you riding a me... ball through toys yeah, R Us. Yeah. <laughs> Is that a child playing with her Christmas toys? No, it's Christina preparing herself to fuck a game. Christina riding penis. Yeah. Oh boy. Riding penis is what I call it. Yeah. Uh I think you'll be okay. You're getting too much in your head, and that's not an enjoyable state. That is the that is that is the opposite. That's not gonna do any good for your pussy. Overth- the second you, you you start to feel yourself overthinking it, you gotta just take a step. Go for a walk outside. Leave your phone at home. Look at the sky. Look at a fucking tree. You need to get out of your head. That is the enemy to a vagina that wants to have an orgasm.
2: Yeah, and also you need to get physical again. It's not. It's no. It's not like judgment about your weight gain. It's but like, you need to feel good in your body. Yeah, and that's why. And and so I think there's a lot of times when we leave a relationship, especially one that was like toxic, where we just don't feel like ourselves. We don't look like ourselves anymore. And so it's not judgment on the weight gain, but it's like you need to set. Set a new schedule for your life and what that looks like, and you get it. You new habits. You get in new, yes, new healthy habits. So. You might not feel like working out uh, Listen to music that makes you feel sexy You gotta do something though Like even if it is just starting on taking a 30 minute walk around your neighborhood every day uh, Or some yoga on YouTube Just something easy But like you just need to get your body moving again Because that's also very connected to your sexuality Yeah Because you need to start feeling sexy again And feeling good in your body once again Mm -hmm. That's imperative
3: Yes And then imagine Manifest that shit Manifest a good dick Manifest good dick man
1: also, Miss, I'm very yes. happy for you that you're starting to do your thing again. I do have to say, <laughs> thanks dad. This as I'm hearing this um this email it sounds almost identical well other than the bisexuality, almost identical to getting out of my, you know, big bad relationship. And truthfully, I I do think that uh, you know, the first girl I was with after uh Alexis um, Alexis? Yeah, I don't like saying that. Okay. The name. Um I I had big problems like getting hard with the the first girl that I was like hooking up with after. And it was a while. It was like pandemic. This was like six months after whatever. And, you know, the the truth of the matter was I had some really awkward uh, encounters, Mm -hmm. like sexual encounters that. They sucked while it was happening. Like it's, it was an embarrassing thing to not be able to like perform, and it sounds like that's the kind of issue that she's having too. But yeah, there's
3: nothing like uh, you know starting to hook up with a guy and then you you're like, oh, that's not wet dry at up. all. Yeah, right. I am this. I, you couldn't put a straw in here.
1: Right. But the the moral of the story is like even if you have a couple of those experiences, just get them over with, and then yeah, just like I move say, into the like, yeah get and, to and the start good fucking stuff.
3: yourself good. Yeah. Like really do it. But like, be set. What makes you feel sexy? Is it a certain outfit? Is it a certain music? For me, I put on specific Beyonce songs and I have a specific play. I think it's actually, it's public on Spotify, Christina's Sexy playlist, if you look it up. There's some songs that I'm like, I cannot listen to this bass without wanting to fuck. Okay, so uh, maybe try that. Um, I think yoga is really, mm, naked yoga. Do that, like do it alone in your home if you want. But um, stuff like that feels good. What find Find what it is that makes you feel sexy. And then go from there. And then come see us live, guys. Uh, New Jersey, where you at? You're right, it's all on the other side of the river. Well, I'm headlining Bananas Comedy Club in Hasbrook Heights February 25th and the 26th with Justin Silver featuring. Portland, Oregon, I'm going to be headlining Helium March 3rd through the 5th. Baltimore, Maryland, I'm going to be at Magoobies March 24th through the 26th. And you can get uh, episodes of my solo podcast, The Voices in Our Heads, Free on iTunes and then new episodes are available on Patreon and we do group therapy and it's great.
2: And uh, this is Corinne. I am taking a break for a couple months from uh, going on the road with, pod- uh, with a, sorry, with stand-up because uh, that's what I want to do. Uh, but in April, I will see you in Colorado, Fort Collins, Colorado, April 15th and 16th. I'll be at the Comedy Fort, my grand return to the road. I cannot wait to see you. In the meantime, if you need more of me, you can hear me uh, on Without a Country podcast. It comes out everywhere you listen to podcasts, including full video on YouTube. YouTube. On Saturdays, it's the poli- it's the politics that you know with the comedy that you love, that you need. Yeah, you it's, need it. It's just like a lot. It's like the news, but a lot better. Way better. Yeah. And if you want to help support this podcast, rate and review us on iTunes uh, to bump us up those comedy charts just so other people can discover the joys of Guys We Fucked. And you can watch the Dumb Bitch Woo Woo Hour, which is our web series on our YouTube channel, which you should be subscribed to anyway, so you're ready when our special comes out for free. You got damn right. No excuse. When does it come out, Corinne? It comes out February 14th, a.k.a. Valentine's Day.
3: cute. That's great.
2: How How you doing? I'm good. I'm doing Good.
3: Um, there was an interesting, so, so we, we all, you and I often talk about how we're stand-up comedians. When we started this podcast, we were comedians who wanted to talk about this. Yeah. We wanted to talk about sex and wanted to, to have uncomfortable conversations with guys we fucked and we did. And, uh, and then it caught on and it was great, but there's this, um, people who are a fan of you for, um, the activism part of it or the, you helped me t- uh, you know, you helped get me out of this you know, dark hole of a time that sure. I experienced. And then when you, you know, comedy is not nurturing, right? Like the art, the, like stand up comedy, the vibe of a stand up uh, of, a, of a joke is not this hug. It's not like
2: coddling. I think it is, I would argue it is nurturing, but it's
3: not coddling. I agree. That's, yeah. It's my kind of nurturing. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, 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 like yeah. I love being roasted and i so i i posted this joke it was just a dumb one-off joke about taylor swift Uh and it was uh taylor swift looks like she thinks she gives great head but it's actually just okay yeah and so uh i did well on twitter so i was like oh and i know comics are posting screenshots of their tweets which makes sense because it's like here's the type of jokes i do and i knew when i posted it i'm like oh people are gonna get pissed um some people are gonna get pissed and some people are gonna get i think it's great but uh and that's exactly what happened but uh, it was interesting because so so many so many girls were like laughing so hard and then others were so upset. Like, yeah. I thought that you were supposed to be lifting women up. And it's like, well, Taylor girl, Swift is also like there's just some Taylor Swift. Don't give a fuck about my joke. <laughs> She's, fine. She's lifted. Also, I love Taylor Swift. Right. I can say, she, you know, exactly what I fucking mean when I said that joke. You know exactly what I mean, man or woman. So stop pretending like you fucking don't and stop yelling at me to keep lifting women up when I fucking do. And also, Taylor, Taylor's feelings aren't hurt. She's doing great. She's an amazing musician, and she's a fucking... She's, a, she's one of the most iconic performers
2: of our time. Yeah, but you don't need to lift her up now, even. No. no. She, no yeah. she, but I'm
3: like, it's so obvious it's, that, like...
2: I what know, the fuck? I know what they are meaning But but like I, I argue that if you had say, Said the same thing About Katy Perry It wouldn't have been Received the same There is something About Taylor Swift That she is like Treated like the white Beyonce She Oh and, boy And really? so she's on like You know how like The beehive will come After you Right and uh, try don't way. do that Because I'm like If you gotta hate on Beyonce That's between you And your god Yeah Sw- Swifties have this Swifties have the same Thing going on oh. Um And they just do have Like a It's it's something unlike But that, see that, You should never worship it, Well of course, course. But
1: tail- Taylor's anybody, whole narrative is that she spent like most of her career basically like like presenting herself as a victim in a lot of social situations I did think. she? Oh, yeah like your the whole thing with Scooby Braun that's and like don't you think don't that, think so but that's but a misogynistic it, a,
2: read on, read yeah, on it yeah, if you want me to kinda, get into a honestly, huge yeah. I got into huge in a huge fight with Shane on Without a Country now about this right. I mean I'm i would defend her anyway because I
3: am a Taylor Swift fan but my point is You know, I go to comedy shows and it's always when I fuck with the guy audience members and fuck with the girl audience members, the guys are always a better sport. And I'm like, why is that? Do men have a better sense of humor? Uh, Can they take a joke better? That one, they absolutely can. And so I just want to invite you to just think about the fact that maybe women have a sense of humor and we don't have to coddle Somebody just because they're a like, I just I'm just like, I love being roasted. That's that's a me thing. I know. But like, I'm not good at roasting. I teach. I I treat it like bowling. I'm bad at it, but I fucking love it. I love being roasted. And I was thinking deeply about this because I also have it's kind of similar to the cuckolding fetish I have where I'm, you know, I, for the longest time when I was a teenager, I was so terrified that a boyfriend was going to cheat on me because my first one did. And I was just so like, Oh, it's going to repeat itself. And so I would get, but then eventually what that grew into was a cuckolding fetish where I wanted my boyfriend to fuck somebody that I picked on, you know, when I say in front of me and I'm called the shots basically. And it's a power, it's a play with control. And, um, with roasting, It's just it's so delightful to have all
2: of your insecurities just thrown at you to your face and you can't help but laugh at it. But I think that ties back into kind of what the point that I was going to going to make, because I I think a lot about how um, women are. Uh, it's less they're less good audience members at comedy shows and there's like yeah this is I don't just want that to that, be like, true but we've been in this business for over a decade and it's and I I, I don't want to be it to be true either and it's a and it's a huge issue um but I think uh one of the one of the theories I have is that comedy has been weaponized against women in a way that it hasn't been weaponized against men so right. it's been weaponized specifically against a couple groups of people obviously other celebrities and then I would argue women and politicians in a way that it is not um weaponized against E- everyday men, primarily because uh, God, if you're thinking of it as like a patriarch, patriarchal structure, yeah, good, uh, it, you know, it's because men are at the top of comedy. So, you know, right. even though we are in it, we are doing successful in this business. They are still kind of the leaders. And like when you have to have a sense of humor uh, on on shows or on stage, a lot of times you do have to kind of like have a se- sense of humor like a man. And right. what is interpreted as funny is this more aggressive um, rhetoric of. Uh, uh, like kind of like from the male, uh, like the whatever the vocal version of the male lens would be, right, you know? right, right. And right. I think about that a lot. And I think, I, yeah, I'm always interested in
3: how a joke lands. Why does it land the way it lands? What are the factors involved? I just think it's interesting. It's an interesting social commentary on the times we live in. Sure, comedy never, specifically is under yeah. a microscope, which is very oh God, interesting yeah. to me because going after a comedian versus going after people making the laws. Yeah, or, people uh, can
2: actually change your life. who right. you can't fucking change your
3: life. <laughs> I just, I just poked at something that you were already insecure about, and now you're yelling at me for it that's what you that's what people do with comedians but i also speaking of like women with not a good sense of humor i i found myself getting like because dudes were commenting like ha, ha 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 i'm like okay and then they're like yeah she probably rides dick like a zombie i'm like all right shut the fuck all right you, we don't need, we don't need that from you shut right. the fuck up
2: you don't need them to to, <laughs> to help give you other lines in your joke right and also they're it's taking they're annoying taking it when it you guys just, talk yeah. um <laughs> when we're telling jokes if you could just yeah. not talk that's yeah, just just the main, the, that's well, the main
3: Instagram. I the I'm gonna get feedback if you keep the comment section open you know that's, that's where that's gonna happen but I was very I was very interested in my own reactions to other people's reactions
2: well I also think it's kind of that thing that we've talked about maybe like several weeks or months ago now even whereas like as you come into yourself more and, and you become like more of who you want to be and set uh like healthier boundaries for yourself people, people are gonna hate push, that people are gonna push back on that yes and I've seen it happening not only with that post but with the thing about like I don't know We you had a clip where like you you called someone fat who called themselves they, they call themselves first. Yeah, yeah, yeah and i'm like i'm like what is going on what is going on here i was i was, i i, I made a conscious choice to not uh go 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 into that fight because it was not going to be Wise. pretty for anyone else involved right um but it, it was just so so ridiculous to to watch that like yeah it's like, but and, it's interesting like you know
3: if you get offended by something someone says uh is does that mean it's po- like in that context that we're talking about is that really because I woke up a shame beast in you, right? You know what I mean. Like, I mean, to me, I, you can't you can't make me feel insecure without my consent. You can't wh- make me feel inferior without my consent. You can't,
2: and I mean that applies to, to yeah the notion of being offended by anything that is not directly said to to, to me by someone uh, that I directly know. Right, is just like what. It's right. not happening yeah i'm not yeah. A, I, I, like i'm like i really get offended i'm plenty irritated by many things you guys say don't worry about that but I, offended no i'm not yeah offended. i'm like you don't know me and it's fine you don't know me on the same level that people me. in my real life know me right you know well that's yeah and that's fine and that's healthy and no one no one should know anyone they've never shook hands with that intimately <laughs> right it's Crazy. Right. oh
3: the world of podcasts. yeah, yeah. the world of portals. social
2: media the world of everything we think we know these people. yeah you don't know I don't yeah. know these people. I don't know Alanis Morissette. I don't know Alexis yeah. Bledel and yeah. Heather Graham. You yeah, know? I don't know Beyonce.
3: No. And it, also, worshiping something Just don't worship anybody. You should never worship anybody.
2: Just a hot tip for life, guys. And this includes god our lord and savior <laughs> it includes god beyonce t swift don't worship god
3: <laughs> don't worship I god worship your, yourself
2: i always i always like it's so funny though because even when i was like when i went to church in my youth like i always thought the concept of worshiping even god
3: it's, was weird. I, yes, agree.
1: weird I agree it, it always seemed ridiculous weird.
0: Yeah. yeah i don't know guys
3: we're all god
0: okay worship yourself
1: How are you, Mike? I'm good. I had a, a, a little um, uh, something I wanted to share with the class. Oh, you can share with the group. Get some thoughts on. Um, so, as I have mentioned to you guys, and I guess kind of maybe casually mentioned uh, in the last episode, uh, I'm starting to see somebody. It's very, very new, but I really like this girl a lot. Uh, and it is a it is a different type of like. That I have I'm not really used to at all. How so? Um well, for instance, I, I love spending time with her. I think that like hanging out with her is great. You're, She's just yeah. like very fun and funny and like it doesn't feel like a chore like most of the people that you've dated. <laughs> well, I, you know, way, you never that's...
3: realize your, all your relationships past were a chore until you meet somebody who's not a chore. Yeah,
1: right. <laughs> well, because you, you kinda if, if you're I've been dating for a really long time, just like on the apps and casually doing you know, the whole scene really. And, you know, nothing is really stuck, obviously. And I, you know, when you're, when nothing sticks, I don't think that you overly think about it. You're just kind of like, damn, nothing seems to be sticking. Why isn't anything sticking? Mm-hmm. And then somebody comes along that you just like dig. You just kind of like very similar interests, very similar personality. Uh, she makes me laugh. Like she's like, she's just like fun to hang out with. And I am very attracted to her. But, However,
2: I love okay, to hear this problem.
1: problem. Uh this is the first time I've been extremely attracted to somebody cuz I do think she's v- like very beautiful, mm-hmm. okay? But I also at this moment mm. as we're recording this, mm. don't particularly <laughs> find her like sexy.
2: Well, number one let's let's hope <laughs> she she's not so listening to this show. I know,
1: and I I'm really hoping that she does not hear this. But oh, but like God.
2: Does but it, you you can it, you can be you can be uh, there's many people that I find to be beautiful but not sexy and there's sexy people that I find is different. Se- sec- like Sandra Bernhardt is a great example of someone I find sexy but not
1: beautiful. Yeah. Right. Yeah?
2: yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
3: Yeah. Sure. Yeah.
1: Right. So I guess in this yeah. case it's like like I don't know if it's are like, you used
3: to feeling like the person is pretty and sexy?
1: I think the thing that I'm used to is uh, and maybe this is the you know the wrong feeling to have when you're just kind of dating and you're dating there are people no
3: wrong feelings, Michael.
1: <laughs> but <laughs> Only I stupid ones. I feel like when I've been really into somebody and. And it's been physical, like I have this kind of like it's like very lustful. Yeah, you know, It's sex. Yeah, and I don't, I, you know, as of right now, like I said, we're recording this. You want to jump for bones? Yeah, like I, I, I like. You know, we've had sex and I like it. It's not like I. It's not like it's bad or I don't like it or anything like that. It's mm, just that's just like review, review that that's wants. not a good review. No, no, no. I, yeah. I, I, know, I know this is like a very. This is a very hard thing to like, like tiptoe around because I don't mean right. this in like a well, negative way in yeah. any in any way. Because right. like I really do. the The way things are going right now, I would. I would like to be in a relationship with this person. Okay. Uh but it's it's a weird feeling to me. And maybe this is like a sign of maturity. And that's I think what I'm trying be. to get It might be I was going to say
3: you're not anxious around her. Like maybe it's not an ang- No sometimes it- we confuse lust with anxiety. You know
1: like I want to shout out Rick uh the part of the the guys we fuck team uh for Oh Rick Dorfman He had said oh, something I was like Christina's manager. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, he had said something when 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 you guys were recording the special and I talked to him and he was like when I was when I met my wife this shit felt very at home. Like I felt at home. Yeah, you yeah. You know and I kind of have that feeling. And it's funny that Corinne made the joke before that us watching Frazier together is like too old fucking. She's she is like there's like an she's like an old Jew. Be a ride a or die. Yeah. Yeah. But it's just like there's this thing I mean, that kind of like, works. Look,
3: fast forward until, you know, every, you know, if you envision yourself being in a relationship until old age, you know,
2: that's what's going to sustain you is not that type pussy. Yeah, I really don't I know how to put yeah. this into words. But what you're saying is like very reminiscent of what so many men have told me about like people that they would go on to have very serious relationships or even marry. There's something about like when it's like the one and this is like something fucked up in the in the head of a heterosexual man. So don't think it's normal or OK. You're very messed up. Do not. Yeah, I um, think it's no normal shit. Like but like what but what it is, <laughs> it's, it's like there's so, it's almost like you you get this like sense of like wanting to like protect and like, just like not destroy, like not pound the pussy in. of oh, on like Madonna whore. That, yeah that, that mm. you like, I don't know what it is but that that you that you ultimately want to be with it's like you don't want to like like um cu- like tarnish her with like your cum and like your dick beating oh, <laughs> I've <don't, laughs> heard this from I had so this con- many people I had this yeah. exact same conversation with a bunch of friends yeah. guy, fr-
3: guy community yes. friends the yes. other night at a bar yes. that I'm like why c- you it's like guys don't think that they should have great sex in a wife and I'm like huh
1: well, it's it's like... Women
3: don't think that way. But I
1: think maybe the, the reason why it, it's like a weird feeling is because like like a lot of other girls that I've dated in the last like year and a half or two years, like there is there might have been kind of like a heat to it. Yeah. But truly... That's not sustainable, not, you, is it? Right. Yeah, it's not really this but thing should, where it's like...
2: But your review on the sex...
1: Uh, it's still good. Do you feel like, like you're
2: going all in or do you feel like you're holding back because you really like her and it's scary?
1: No, mm. I, I just feel like it's like... like no, I don't think it's that. I th- I think it's like like this is the first time last night we were hanging out. We were just like in my bed and like we were, we watched the, one of these some Disney movie and Aww. um we took a break and we were just like talking about something and and she told me some story that it was just like, it just like made me laugh and it was just like so silly and ridiculous. And I was just looking at her and I was like, I like you. I, I like, I like, I just look like you, you know? Yeah. And I, I that's
3: nice. Yeah.
1: But it, it's like also at the same time, like I wanted her to stay over and I wanted to like, I wanted to like lay around and, and like cuddle and kiss her. But at the same time, I was also kind of like, I don't want to rip this person's clothes off. Mm-hmm. Like I, I just like, I really just rip their clothes off. I, I don't feel know. romantic, but I don't feel l- like, lusty. Lusty, at right. least again, that we're weeks out. So when this drops, maybe it's different. But like. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And well, I, yeah, I think yeah, also it's so like, different like
2: relationship there's there's there I've had boyfriends who I wanted to rip their clothes off and I've had boyfriends who I felt more of like a warm tenderness same. towards. It's just like different people like cuz we're talking about you're talking about Gilmore My, girl so much and you're talking about uh, Alexis Bledel like Alexis Bledel is someone who I think is beautiful but not sexy. Perfect example of oh, that. Oh yeah, yeah, well, yeah. she's yeah, 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 so, yeah, yeah, so yeah. gentle me, and tender. You want to rip Alexis Bledel. You, you want to rip Alexis Bledel clothes when off? While when she was, like awkwardly murmurs and I the floor? when I was 16.
3: Bangs fuck for the
2: first time and I was so uncomfortable
1: when I was 16 I was yeah I was wow. like way into that but also you
2: were 16 then so maybe when you were 16 you would have been way horny for this girl that you're seeing now
1: she we yeah. change
2: yeah and I don't want do to you make want to rip also Adele's clothes off now my, I'd see, I'd I had to
1: see her like now but she was hot okay. when she was in right, Mad Men and I remember she like, no I'm talking she was about like mad, Rory Gilmore well she's I think like a I'm, teenager
2: I'm talking about Rory Gilmore now well she's like 19 when she fucks for the first time on the show so it's not illegal don't get worried
1: all right well she's in college that's she's that's at good, that's already. that's a good thing but. she's at Yale already yeah uh,
2: i i think that my my boy my
3: long-term boyfriend i don't want to like rip his clothes off but we had great sex i mean like yeah. you know it's it we built up a really great sex life i don't think i ever wanted to rip his clothes off mm-hmm. um but our sexual chemistry was fantastic so right.
2: just be mindful yeah I just, th- just be curious which you are right now so yeah i don't think this is like a i don't think this is a prob a problem but and the, but i know you and you're gonna get in your fucking head about that's it.
1: Exactly, that's exactly you got it you got it so yes. here's
2: your homework you gotta find ways to get out of your head when you find
3: when you find yourself there which you will what are you going to do to get out of it you know uh go for a walk like yeah. go you know don't go on your phone don't go on a screen because that's going to take you deeper into your head Go outside, go somewhere, uh, you know, take a shower, something.
2: Um, get out of your head. You guys are also doing like kind of like comfortable, very comfortable coupley things, which sometimes makes me lose sexual attraction for people. Like if you're too like if you're too like sweatpants, messy bun yeah. out of the gates, like you're just never gonna Farting get out of bed. in front of each other. <gasps> and We're not that bad. I but, know you're not, you're but not. it's 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 creeping there, and it's making <laughs> me it's making me uncomfortable. I think if you <laughs> rush into this like um like married couple vibe too quickly because you feel so comfortable and it's easy to go there, you know, uh, especially in these like you know COVID times and. Wind- and, and if you cuffing. feel mm-hmm, Exactly It's really easy To slip into that So you need to Inject romance And in. you need to Take her out yes, for drink. Right. You need to you go need to dress On up. creative dates Go
3: see Sleep no more That's a fucking yeah. Sexy date Go yeah. to a music show Go to a Go to a Go to a jazz club mm-hmm. We live in the best city In the world Yeah give her opportunities go To
2: show the other sides Of herself Because everyone yes. Everyone doesn't wear Their sexuality On their on their sleep Correct you know? Everyone's right. not Thank walking Around like, very like Us whores Yeah um, I feel like I have a very Like I I have a a more overt sexuality, and but it's like it's it's just how it is. I don't know. Yeah. Um. But uh. And also, what was I? There was one other. Gem that I was gonna fucking uh, bestow upon. Yeah, you. I think going
3: on hot dates. <laughs> yeah, and then you get an opportunity oh. see her in a dress. See her in, you know, like just like what do you look like when you're dressed up? What do yeah. you look like, you know, when you've washed your she hair? She does. She
1: dresses up very nice. Like she looks, she looks great in a dress. I've seen her in like a dress art. Like she's. Right. I'm, I'm. That's why it's like a weird thing because it's like I there is like like I think she's beautiful and there's like a very serious attraction there. It's it's just like it. It's I, and I guess maybe this is. It doesn't have to be lust. Right. Also yeah, try
2: masturbating to her when she's not. Not there. I have. Yeah, oh, that'll yeah,
1: yeah. make that. it lusty as!
2: I feel like that, that really much. revs it up And like, I mean, is there anything about Your relationship with your sexuality that like You feel like dirty about it Um
3: it's because that's question. what I'm
2: talking about As far as like When you meet someone Who you feel like It could be special Could be the one There is something That heterosexual men Tend to do Where they feel like They don't want to As I Get them to use the word Taint. Tarnish And women don't take this in I'm only talking to Mike right now Don't fucking let, let this make Your heads, women, your hair muffs Yeah don't make Don't let this fuck you up Any more than society's already fucked us up Um <laughs> But, yeah, I, there is something about, like, they want to keep this person, like, clean... Precious. ...in quotes and precious yeah. and pristine. And it's very, very strange. And I have so many, you know, f- bad feelings about it. But I also... It's 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 so many... It affects so many men that I, I don't ever hold it against the individual man. It has right, to be something larger. Right, because obviously
3: caught on. Yeah. Yeah. So just interrogate yourself with that.
1: I, yeah, I guess. I mean, maybe that is it. I I, I really... Um, I don't know. I, I, I just can't. I've, I haven't looked at somebody I think and just we, been like, I like you in a really long time. Yeah, so, it's so, really
3: nice. And maybe it's so scary So don't give up on that thought. I'm not. Connect oh, to that this, thought. This is
1: not what this conversation was. Like, Like, because just God forbid she fucking hears this. Like, like I don't no. want I mean, I mean not,
2: well, you, it's over if she hears yeah. this. You know that, right? You know
1: I that, not right? I wouldn't want her to think that, like, I, I am not, like, very into her no you clearly into, are i, I get you know that impression I
3: mean. no i i you're on the precipice of, of falling in love with somebody you you could fall you could see yourself falling in love with somebody uh, love with this person which is a lovely time you know you're not in love yet but you're in this you know you're doing the dance you're you kind know what of it is? It's, it's a beautiful time i
1: think i've just been such a pig for two years a that, pig like, yeah yeah, uh, yeah like I sexually
2: mean, just like just going out to the trough and getting yeah, all the pussy just get
1: <laughs> <laughs> just, yeah, going out and fucking like you know like since i've been doing this show it's like these DMs are crazy. Like, yeah. you know, it's not your us. I'm just saying it's like it is like a switch in mindset. Yeah. To, to yeah. be like to go from like like you're not just a walking vagina, you're a hole with a heart. Yeah, it's like a person who's just like very unique. Who I'm That's just kind great. of like, holy shit, like like
2: unique is wonderful. That's yeah. so she's special to you. I will offer it to you though, never. I don't care, never ever tell her she's unique. Tell her that she's not yeah. sexy or Oh, of right. course yes. not. No, no, no matter no, no. what. I don't care if a woman wants to feel sexy, Michael. You never yeah. say that. Never no, say that. because no matter not. how beautiful a woman is, no matter how like aesthetically attractive she is, every woman wants to feel sexy, and every man wants to feel sexy, and yes. they should feel sexy, and they should be in a relationship where they feel sexy. Yeah, even if one of the parties is faking it. Yeah. damn yeah. right. Yeah, you're right. So you make that dick work. Yeah.
1: Oh, it, it's fine. Listen, it's all good. It's make just that dick more work. Like, jerk off to it. You
2: make that dick hard when she's around. <laughs> you make her yeah. feel special. She's you <laughs> get real hard, real quick. <laughs> Close your eyes.
3: Stick uh, your fingers in your
1: ear. Yeah. <laughs> get um, it up. But yeah, all right. Well, hopefully I didn't oh, just Mikey's ruin this. But, for someone. You
2: know. No, please don't hold anything Mike said against him. If you're listening, this Mike. <laughs> I, Mike. Mike Including has been my friend for a really long time and I like almost no one and I still like Mike. Okay? That's that I know that doesn't what mean a, a lot. You're like No, <laughs> it means a lot. You're like who's this bitch? But I just, just I I like I, we work in a business of monsters and Mike is not uh-huh. one of them. He's <laughs> he's the complete he's a man opposite amongst monsters. I choose to spend time with him even when we don't have to do work. I choose 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 you. you. Yay. Oh, well on that note. Let's
3: get into it. Let's get psychic. We are so excited. Uh, this Our guest on this episode, he was a former stand-up comedian, very successful, very funny, and then he made an incredible pivot to be a clairvoyant, a medium, a Hayoka empath. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome to the show
0: Thomas Dale.
6: <laughs> well, I can't feel sometimes Mama told me Everything will be alright She said don't you worry Your pretty mind Well that's what I am Just a pretty girl About to lose her mind Well I can't see Sometimes It's like the world So what I
5: Looking for a smaller or bigger screen? Vizio offers unbeatable prices on all V-series 4K smart TVs. Head to Walmart.com today and score the 4K TV you've been waiting for.
2: Okay, we
3: are here with Thomas Dale. Hello. Former comedian, is that fair to say?
7: I, yeah, well, here's the thing. I feel like I'm genetically a comedian, but like, I guess work-wise, yes, former. And now moving on to a new enlightened path.
3: Yeah. And how? so tell me about that transition. Like, was there a moment where you just started predict like you? What What do you what yeah. do you label yourself as in terms of the s- psychic, a medium? Um, what's your what's a, your superpower? Like a,
2: a
7: clairvoyant me. I'm clairvoyant and I'm a medium as well. I'm also an aheoka empath. So I feel people's emotions. I feel their thoughts. I feel their energy. Um, I could unveil certain truths for people when I'm talking to them. It's mm-hmm. something I always used to do socially but oh. I never, ever thought like I would be able to do that as a like a, a business. And right. through comedy, I believe that I had grown and evolved to a state where it wasn't fitting my spirit anymore in the sense of like all that, like me, me, ego, listen to me, controlling the crowd, that whole thing. I was getting anxiety all the time. And all I wanted to do was just really connect with people. So now I started to transition this a couple, like three years ago, I'd say a year before pandemic. And, you know, it's a long story, but I'm now in this fully.
3: Wow, that's amazing. And now the mediumship abilities, though, that's something that that I would imagine if that happens to you as like, did that happen to you as a kid? Like, Because that's something that you you don't just gloss over, right? No, not
7: at all. I honestly didn't even ever think that I can do it. Just like stand up. When I was a kid, I used to love watch. I used to like watch Chris Rock and I would watch comedy and I'd be like, I love it, but I could never do that. And then I did it. This was something mediumship. I always knew I could do the energy stuff that I always did as a kid. It actually plagued me feeling everything, feeling everyone in the room, knowing what people were thinking. I would have to dumb myself down a lot and pretend like I didn't know. Cause who the hell wants to talk to the guy who knows what they're thinking? You know, like no one wants that. Right. That's not the fun to have around. (laughs) Right. So I had to like, to fit in, I had to like dumb that down. Um, So I didn't know the mediumship. I, that started when I started doing readings for people. So when I started to want to do this as like a business, I was like, let me practice on my friends at like the dog park. You know, I would like hang out because I have a crew there. Right. So I'd be like, let me practice. Like I said to myself, what did I do as a comic? Like to become a good comic, what did I do? Open mics. You did open mics. you did bringer shows. You did all that. So I said, all right, let me kind of open mic this. And I would do readings and I would all of a sudden start getting family members and I would get information from people. So I would, you know, I felt comfortable with the person I was reading. They were my friend. So I would say, hey, did you like lose your dad or something when you were a kid? And I would know nothing about them because they're dog park friends. They're not like your best friends that you know everything about, you know, you know, like minimal stuff. So then that's when I realized I was like, oh, my God, spirits are coming to me. I always believed in it because I would go to mediums when I was like, you know, 18, 19, 20, but I never and then I started when pandemic hit and I started offering it as like a thing, I would do it and they would come and I would get information that like I would be mind blown. Like, and I'm very authentic, so I would say to myself, "Am I just thinking this stuff?" And it's just, and it's just like hitting. But then I would be like, "No, there's no way I would know this stuff." Then I would start getting names. And the past two years, I've been doing it all the time, so it was getting better and better. It's like a craft. It's like comedy. right,
3: exactly. You're, yeah, it's a muscle that you're exercising.
7: Exactly. Like I would now, I know the symbols they're showing me. Like when they would show me the rainbow, I right away at first used to think it was only LGBT stuff. No they're trying to tell me a color so they would show me the rainbow then they would show me like a color after and i'd be like oh they're trying to tell me the color of an object or something so they're using the rainbow as like all right we're going to talk about colors
3: so you're deepening your relationship with communicating with people who have passed passed yes, away. Exactly. Is, yeah, right.
7: And in the beginning I was scared when it was coming, when it's cause I'm in my room. It's the middle of pandemic. It's like I'm already stuck with I'm like stuffy. Now I got spirits coming in, you know? <laughs> I'm like, I'm in LA, we're on top of each other. I got the neighbors singing. She thinks she's that place. <laughs> I'm like, she's like doing runs. And I'm like, shut up. You're not, you know, it's not. It's killing me. <laughs> I'm trying to like talk to grandma here, you know? Right. right.
3: How do you see them? Like like cause I, I've been on a deep dive into all Matt Frazier's videos, all of and Jackson's videos, uh the Teresa, the Long Island Medium, uh John Edwards and you watch these people you watch like miracles happening because these people are getting closure on something that had been plaguing them about a loved one's passing um ha- and they all described their individual ways that they see and they communicate like sometimes they'll get like a like Laurel and Jackson has a screen and right. they'll come on the screen and she has certain symbols Uh, when they try to communicate they use symbology from her life that she'll understand which I'm like do we all just automatically know everyone's life that we want to know when we pass away
7: well the thing is is that they'll so they'll use things that I know in my brain because they use the spirit they'll use your brain as like it's like a like an etch-a-sketch type of thing like they're because we're electricity it's just electric it's just energy right so they're using my brain to draw a picture so if I don't know like I know what a cow looks like, but let's use it as an example. If I don't know what a cow is, like say it's my first day on earth, I don't know what a cow is. And the mother, is a, she milked cows and she's trying to tell me, she can't show me a cow because I don't know what a cow is. So she has to show me something that would let me understand milking. So the spirit, they're around us all the time. So they're watching. I learned that, because I'll speak to people who've done many like sessions with other spiritual, like mediums and clairvoyants, I've learned that the spirits will actually feel more comfortable with certain mediums.
3: Oh, yeah, so yeah.
7: They and I've learned a lot of them are very comfortable with me. They feel very open. So like one girl That's be like nice. That's incre- yeah, they'll be like my mom would never have you know she didn't say that with another medium whatever and I'm like, well she's opening up with me because I've learned a lot of things also instinct. It's like the knowing they call it. So I've always like since again since that was something that since I was a kid, I would just know things for you no know, I'd be like, why do I know that? And then you you're like and then I'm a human. So there's times where like, you you know, when you have these abilities, you're like, is it my ability? Or am I just like- Did like, I just guess it? Or, yeah. Right, exactly. Yeah. And I've noticed that the spirits feel very comfortable with me. So they open up more in my sessions. Now, those meetings that you mentioned, they've been doing it for so long. And those, the ones I think that find it when they're a kid, they really see it clearly. Like, I'm not like, oh, this one's standing behind you. Oh my God, your uncle, right? Like, I don't see it like that. For me, it's not like a- for me, it's more of an energy thing. So when people come to me for readings, it's a whole kit and caboodle. You get an energy thing, we're doing we're doing clairvoyant stuff. Because here's the thing about like future possibilities with psychic stuff. It's like quantum physics. There's many different realities happening, apparently. Free will. I'm not a scientist, but I've read and heard about this stuff. And it depends on your choices. We have fate and free will. I'm able to see what they'll show me, right? And I'll be able to tell you what the possibilities are that they're showing me. And then I can help guide you to reach those possibilities. I don't do scary stuff. I'm not going to tell you up, you're going to be dead in six months. Watch out for your, you know, like I don't do that. Like, (laughs) otherwise I've been, I'm too sensitive for that. So I stick with mostly it's like unveiling things for you that you can't see yourself. A lot of times, yeah, in the sessions, through the session, they'll be talking. And when people say things to me, I feel certain ways. Like I could feel the truth. I could feel what is coming from a different place. I could see certain traumas that you might not have been able to understand. Right. So the medium stuff is extra. It just comes now. So I use those spirits as guides. Some people in sessions want to do all medium stuff. They want to talk to like their father or their or or a boyfriend or a girlfriend or so we stick to just that. But I like it when it's a session to like let's unveil some shit, you know? Yeah. Like, Let's like, What's yeah, going to
3: unfold between me and you right now? What is that chemistry going to do? Who's yes, it going to bring me forward? What up? intuition?
7: Yes, let me use my light to give you some guidance. That's yeah. really what I love most about it. Because that's what I've always done. That, so now I can apply what used to kind of torture me as a kid and, and as a human, as an adult. And that's why in the stand-up business, it was a lot for me. Like, I'm terrible at an email because I'm just too communicative, too descriptive, just saying, laying it all out there. And the agent doesn't want to hear all that, you know, like, right. so it's like <laughs> and they're not looking to be completely real. And I'm like, just giving it to them. And I'm too expressive, right? Which you would think is good in stand-up. But for me, it just wasn't my thing. It was like, we're all trying to find where we click just because you're good at something doesn't necessarily mean that that's where you have to click. Yeah. Right. That's what's
2: interesting because you were, it's, you know, I think people would be like, Oh, you're, you're a psychic now. Like what, what did you feel at comedy? But it's like, no, you were so you good were at good. comedy. Thank you, were you. Great. Yeah. Thank you. Hilarious. Yeah.
7: And yeah. I love doing it. Yeah. And that's kind of been like the hard thing for me because I'm battling ego and spirit, right? Sure. So it's like, ego, yeah. I left because I knew it wasn't meshing with my who I am. Yeah. But I, and people are like, this is a shame. You're so great. And this is like, a, a, a you know, and I'm like, but, it's but are not, you I happier? Honor. I'm happier. I'm less. Well, here's the thing. I came off antidepressants 10 months ago. So I'm going through a whole other journey, right? That's a whole other oh. thing because I'm a human, right? So yeah. I have always dealt with psych med stuff, which is a nightmare. So mm-hmm. I'm still going through my human stuff, but career wise, I love, I'm feeling more fulfilled. Like I've said to people, I've performed for 10,000 people and I feel more Fulfilled when I'm doing a reading with just one person, yeah. and they're crying and they're opening up, and and I'm watching them change. I've seen people change right before my eyes. I, that's I the yeah. These, that. That's why
3: these videos are almost not addicting, but like they're really <clears throat> fulfilling to watch because you yeah you you. There's people that are skeptics, which I think being skeptical is. Required. I don't even deal think with you, those.
7: Yeah, I don't. But, even but also. With-
3: it's natural to be skeptical. So like right, right. it should never being skeptical. Shouldn't say, Oh, I brush this off. No, no, no. That's how you get to the truth. So, you know, you follow whatever you believe. But, um, I think, it, it, I think like encouraging skepticism is fine, but, um, yeah, but, yeah, it'd be how- it,
7: but like, go get someone for me. It's like, it's like when you're a comic, right? This is how I can explain it when you're doing a crowd where they're like, want it's more fun when the crowd is when there. They and they're laugh. like, I know you're going to be funny because you're on the stage and this is what I'm here for rather than prove it to me. So it's like, yes, I've had skeptics that like, are like, oh my God, this is, I blow their mind. They're like, but I can feel them in the beginning. I'm like, I can tell that you're like waiting for me to do the trick or show, give you the magic. And now we wasted 15 minutes on me having to show you that where we could have just (laughs) already been vibing and like getting to the meat.
3: Yeah. So
7: so it's just more fun when it's, you know, when you're not skeptic, you know what I'm saying? So, and I don't want to have to, I'm not here to like change people's mind about it. I'm here to help you. You know what I'm saying? So for yeah. me, it's not help. I don't want to like, I'm not, a, you know, I'm not like a religious person knocking on your door like your mother's here.
3: <laughs> <Here's> the, yeah. <laughs> right, right, Your mother's right. here. She says you look like shit.
1: Uh, it says believe.
3: Through this new like transition of career and the way that you talking to people whose loved ones have passed away, like relaying messages.
0: Mm-hmm. Um,
3: have you learned anything or gotten any new insight on sex, love and dating the, yes. that you didn't have previously? And what is that?
7: Um, well, I find that with the dating thing, what I've learned with like energy and um, destiny and things that are meant for you, it truly is. It sounds so like cliche, but it truly is about letting it happen naturally. So yes, people do meet people on Bumble or like dating apps, and some of them get married. And one of and, and I guess that's their their energy led them to those apps. But I think with dating, the best thing is to really like not be so thirsty for it or to like rip it so much yeah you have to just let it
3: can you casually date on an app or do you think an app is too um forced because it it kind of feels like it i'm i feel like i'm i'm trying to push myself to be on the apps but i'm like oh maybe uh, but maybe that's not the right thing
7: (laughs) it's night it's a nightmare i've tried it too because i'm just like all right i would i'm at a point where i'm like all right now i'm changing my life and trying to do more well-being stuff and better for myself so a partner would probably sound nice right so i go on the app And it's just like after the third, fourth line of conversation, you're just kind of like, all right. And then you just like it dissipates, you know, so it may work for some people where they get on it and then they actually go meet the person. But I never take that next step. So for me, I like I'm always like I want to like meet the person in the cantaloupe aisle, you know. Like, yeah, yeah, you know what I'm saying. Like, well, because you get a read on them,
3: like yeah, I went, I went out with a girlfriend uh, and I hit on a guy right away because I was like, oh, right away, I know I'm attracted to you. Uh, if you are straight and single, like here's my number, which he was. Right, uh, right. But that wasn't much. It was much easier to go, oh yeah, no, I'm attracted to you. On an yes. app, you're like, I don't fucking know. You look like a. I don't know. Yes. I don't know
7: anything about this This picture and what, you know, like, and, and they don't know anything about There's so about many you. walls.
3: Yeah. And there's so many walls people put up on dating apps specifically that it's like, ugh, come on. I don't want And
7: energy is real. Too. That's why, Mm -hmm. like, when I talk about energy and stuff, like, that's the thing with apps with the with profiles. You're not feeling like feeling someone's energy. It's not like just some holistic weird hokey hokey LA thing. It's really like a thing. Like it, it is. It's just like your arm and your eyes and your skin. Energy exists in your body. It's what's keeping you moving. It's what's activating your brain. You know, like without that, you're really just a body. You know, so when you're just on the apps, you're just the body with text. And when you're reading the text, you're applying your own perspective, your own voice, your own like your own persona to what they're saying. How the hell is that going to work? You know,
3: know? yeah, you can't get a good read on that. No, what about like have you learned anything about sex specifically uh, through these types of communications or readings of like. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I feel like one thing I've gathered from watching all the videos that I've been watching lately is just like there's certain things where the the grudges go away when you pass away and they're yes. like not mad and they could see uh, it's to my understanding like, oh, they can see things from your perspective. If, for example, they hurt you while they were alive uh, and then mm-hmm. they understand. And so that kind of dissolves, which yes. is beautiful. And for me anyway, because I'm a very emotional person, I'm like, that's mm-hmm. that's nice. I like I, I take solace in that. Um, But anything about sex, I never hear mediums talk about sex.
7: Well, that's well, like to that point, what you were saying is like, I've noticed that the people that were about on earth, the one I'm reading, they'll, they'll be like, is my mother mad at me? Or is she, you know, or my, my, my husband, is he, you know, is he okay with me now dating somebody else or marrying somebody? And I'm like, it's usually the human that is more stuck on that. It's an earthly
2: thing. Yeah. Yeah.
7: The spirit is like, they're like just happy to, I mean. They're floating in the universe, which is... Yeah, having the time of their life. Divine. Yeah, they're not worried about your engagement party, you know? Yeah, <laughs> right. So, right. so the, I've had like traumas healed from spirit. There was one mother, there was one woman who the girl I was reading, there was like some family secret that was like always like kind of underground. No one really talked about it. And the mom was basically talking to me about being, she was raped by her stepfather. And they always, and the mom basically provoked me to speak about that to the person I was reading. And the person said, that's incredible because it wasn't even like something she came for. She was like, we always suspected the, grand, the step-grandfather that he was with foul play and just creepiness and just stuff. And by her being, and the girl was abused by the mother. So the mom said, that's why I treated you that way. Wow! That I couldn't, she never told anyone ever. And she held it with her. So the girl was actually coming to me for advice about the relationship with her mom, about the abuse she suffered from. And Mm. the mom was able to get that out. And then the girl started crying and said, this makes so much sense. And it was so full circle. She was able to forgive her mom. Her mom was able to heal in spirit. And I felt the closure. I started crying. I felt the closure happen.
8: So you know, well, and what
7: sexual that, that is. happen. Yeah, that spirit wow. is still carrying with them.
3: Right, because something like sexual abuse, when you are the perpetrator of sexual right. abuse, I mean, what does that do to you spiritually? And like, and you think yeah. of like, is the, all the mediums that I, I, I kind of, uh, you know. Dove into. Mm-hmm. They're like, they're, "Hell is it? Hell is not a place. Heaven no. is, but hell is not. There's not yes. evil people. There are people who do evil things."
7: No, the universe is heaven. That's what heaven is. It's the it's the space that we live in, that we live in after our body is done. Okay, hell is a story that religion tells people to scare them and control them. Obviously, exactly. Yeah, right? that's why.
3: And that's why I always kind of thought, and then learning this through the unfolding of like reading books and and watching videos and like watching TED talks and hearing discussions, I'm like, yeah. "Oh, that yeah. was just to keep us." in in under control uh,
7: of, of course yeah exactly to follow the guidelines of this is going to be the same thing like with sex and religion and stuff it's like it's your body right so if you're having sex and you're enjoying it and it's pleasurable and it's fun and it's you're growing from it a lot of sexual experience people grow from right i have for myself like i don't have a lot i don't do that a lot because i have my own like image complexes that you know i have to work through so like i think what? sexuality well just like I don't know, like body images, or just oh, like you okay. know, not feeling hot or sexy or that kind of thing. Like I've never felt like the hot guy, so you know, really, that you're thing. so good. Yeah. Well, thank you. I'm handsome, but it,
3: uh, what it, matters, <laughs> what, it only matters how you feel. I mean, eighty people can be like, "You're so hot," and it does, if you don't feel hot, that, then it doesn't matter. So.
7: Right? Exactly. And it's also I'm also like a I'm a, I'm a germaphobe. I have like you know spatial. You know what I'm saying?
3: Like
1: so, it's like
7: but, how you do
3: know, you date and have sex? <laughs>
7: that's the problem. I don't. You just I, you don't know, lot, I would say, yeah. well, to be honest with you, intercourse-wise. I've only had two partners yeah. because for me, I'm gay. So it's anal. That's not like, you know, we just wear Fridays and now we're going to go, you know, I'm not that kind of, I, if I had a vagina, maybe I'd be a little bit more loose, you know, but I'm yeah. not, I don't have a vagina. I got when a are Yeah.
3: If you're, if you're the one getting something in you, it's a lot. It's a lot. That's a
7: lot. That's like, you gotta, you know, like trust me, there's many gays who it's just like easy peasy, but I'm not, I'm a traditional gay you know right yeah (laughs) i'm very like you know i'm more into the role play i love straight boys i love like i love oh my god i'm like obsessed they're they're just because they're just so cute they it's just that that hyper masculinity they're nervous
3: or they're like they're They're like like little
7: broken boys you know
2: Little broken (laughs) voice.
7: Oh my god, it's so cute, and they get all and they just get all worked up. And it's for me, it's just like so. I like that scene, you know.
2: Yeah, yeah.
3: How do you how do you um turn it on and off? Because I imagine if you're dating somebody, Mm -hmm. that's when I'd want to use my abilities. Nightmare. Can you turn it off, or like morally, do you turn it off, or? Just for your own How's sanity,
2: it, it seems like you would need to turn it off. Like I, that's what I'm because you're learning, supposed to I learn think.
3: the lessons that you are supposed to learn in love, and maybe that doesn't entail you could, uh, psychically connecting to them. I don't know.
7: Well, that's the thing is like for me, it's like I'm not like when I'm with someone, right? It's more of an energy thing. I'm feeling things, so I'm constantly having to decide: is this my real feelings or is this my human paranoia? Right. Um, oh, right. Yeah. So that's kind of the battle, but that's also why I haven't had like I've had one true real love right that lasted for like five years that was a a thing like true love um i don't fall in love all the time because i really for me it's like real like it's not like it's you know when they say like are you too specific or you or you have too many like picky things that need to check off it's like no i just want it to be the real for me like i don't want to just you don't have to ask that yeah for the sake of falling in love
3: yeah yeah i yeah i i I do this thing um that i always noticed about myself even before i got into like more spirituality stuff if I sleep with somebody, I feel like, and I don't mm-hmm. want this to be the case, but I connect with them, and I can almost tell—I can fucking tell mm-hmm. where they are, are without even. And I'm like, I don't want that. I don't want a yes. psychic. I don't want to be psychic with you. Well, just you're, we are fa- you
7: Pisces? If I remember, yeah, yes. double Pisces, double Pisces. So you're like, you are so in tune. That's why that Piscesness is like. And here's the thing with astrology: it is real because it's like when you're put on Earth, you're in a solar system. And astrology is just like kind of a cartoonish amateur, like a childish way of explaining, a very simplistic way of explaining how the planets affected you. So when you were born being the double Pisces, those planets that affect energy and intuition and, you know, pull and gravity and all that were high end. So that's why you feel that. That's why you're going through that. You can't change that, unfortunately. That's why I used to go to a therapist. Who that's why I don't fuck Oh uh, yeah. It's part of who you are—it's like your genetics, your astrology. Your but when a dick is, is like in me, D.
3: all is right in the world. But boy, it comes with a price. No,
7: it comes with a price exactly. So you have to, for <laughs> you, you have to go with it instead of trying to say, "I don't, I want to turn it off, and I don't want to feel when I have sex with them. I don't want to feel them." Girl, feel it. Have sex with yeah, them. Feel yeah. it. But now, with that knowing that that's going to happen to you, maybe just be more selective. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, be more like because you know it's going to happen. So don't just let it you know make sure the person that you're having sex with is someone that you know you can trust with that sensitivity you have
8: mm-hmm, mm-hmm, because yeah. if
7: you don't then you're going to be affected by that you know it's like you know it's like someone who's you know if, if they're feeling tired or worn out don't go stand in the rain because you're going to get sick you know so with you you have to make sure because you have that double pisces that the guys or females if you ever decide to dabble are going I, to I have be. dabbled.
3: It's fun. I, yeah, exactly. I, wish, so I make, wish I was dabbling more, but I wish I, think I was bi. Just straight. I feel
7: like, by people are the most evolved.
3: Me too. I, I wish I was by
2: too because then I'd have more options. Yeah, everyone's on the table then. Yeah. yeah. Everyone's
7: on the table. I'd be married with five kids if I was by, to be honest with you. <laughs> I would be married with five kids. I'd have a hot guy oh, maybe yeah. every now and then that she would let me go and like, you know, watch yeah. the game with and jerk that's off, fun. you know? <laughs> that's the hot scene when they're watching the football game and they just can't help themselves anymore. That's what I picture <laughs> Oh, that is doing. fun. <laughs>
3: Yeah, Isn't I feel that, like he, the human world—we're so possessive with sexuality and with right. partners and with love. We're so possessive and jealousy and all this. And then in the spirit world, everyone's just like, "No, just be happy. Just what? Be free. What are you doing? Be free. and never so hurt a lot of-
7: anyone. Never hurt. That's the thing as spirit. You're just not, your main goal is to not hurt people. Yeah, you know, be free, have fun, but also don't hurt yourself.
2: Right. Yeah. Yeah. When you were a kid, um, Mm -hmm. did you tell people that you could feel like things deeply? Was that something you talked about with your parents or your siblings, if you have them?
3: Well,
7: here's the thing. So shit. When I was a kid, there were so many things I was like hiding about being gay and, and struggling with that plate, you know, like, so it was like that, you know? So yeah, I would say in junior high school, I started to get more open about, you know, I used to walk around with like a Oh my God. I had like a little dry board of an astrology birth chart, and I would do my friend's <laughs> fuck with a crayon and I would I do their it. birth chart and then erase it with the dry board. Okay, who's next? <laughs> I would do it right. Like, are you kidding me? Like, the doctor is in. Right. So the, I always had the interest, right. And then I would say, like, I would feel, I would say, I had a quarter named Charlie and I felt its energy. Like, I felt. It's presence. I felt it's um, I know it didn't have real emotions because hormones or emotions are a lot of hormones, but I felt its existence. I had a little jewelry box that I would put it in, you know, those little old like cardboard ring boxes with, yeah. The, yeah. with the cotton. I would put it in there as his bed and put it oh. next to me. This was in seventh grade. And my mom was like, nope. She took the quarter. She got rid of it. So then I had, a, and then I got a little because She was like, Thomas, this is a little weird. Yeah, Cause I would bring it to dinner. I'm like, this is Charlie.
3: Oh, that is a little weird. Well, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, <so laughs> was, so good. St- if yeah, yeah. ten, you, know, if you were four, it's yeah. Let them have Charlie. Oh. <laughs> Did Charlie but, embody a spirit, like a spirit guide of yours?
7: Well, no, it just was, I felt the energy, because apparently energy, when it reincarnates, it can come into human form, it can come into animal form, it can come into a, a tree, it could be a quarter, it could be a rock.
2: It oh no, Thomas! This is not what I needed for my obsessive Wait, compulsive disorder. Wait, I can disorder. reincarnate no. in a tree. <laughs> this is but gonna, I mean, you have control over who you reincarnate. This is already going to be an issue. Yeah, okay. no,
7: <laughs> a pen. It can be a pen because oh, it can boy. go a yes, honey, I'm telling you, it's. so I'm going to be
2: hoarding. <laughs> a pen. <laughs> you know, like, no, <laughs> I can't no, throw anything good, out.
7: The energy can leave it, and it, so if it sees it going to the garbage dump, okay. it can jump out. Yes.
2: Thank you for that. <laughs>
7: So the energy decides what it wants to experience. So if it wants to be a tree for a hundred years, it can. If it wants to be a quarter for two months, it can. So I just felt that energy. So I started to learn even like when I was like in sixth grade, I, I would, I ordered one of those, like not ordered, like the Sally Struthers, like they would have like the kids and I like subscribed to like give my allowance to one of the kids and you ordered I, a
2: child, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> my,
7: I was the child giving to the child, right? And I remember one of my, my uncles was like, That's not real. I've seen that po- pissed Joel over the city. And I'm like, No. I, but instead of saying to me, That's beautiful that you want to do that, right? Yeah. So yes. I started to learn to like kind of not be that person. And I was like, No. So I started to Closed develop off. this. Yeah. Like, yes. I was like, Maybe I need to be like narcissistic or about me or, you know, like vain or like just like overconfident right like yeah. so i would be yeah. that person
3: anything so would, but vulnerable
7: <laughs> anything but yeah anything but sensitive or vulnerable or yeah so i stopped doing that i would say like and by like ninth grade tenth grade i started to be more like and then i started to act like because they would call me gay or a fag so i would say like oh my god so i started of act like a macho like chauvinistic asshole guy you know, yeah, I'd snap at my girlfriend. The... I'd say, get over it. I mean, even though that's the gayest thing you could do, snap it <laughs> get, over
3: here, oh, yes. <laughs> get over here, honey. Get over
7: here, bitch. <laughs> it's like, really? And I'm trying to be all macho and Italian. <laughs> oh that's my adorable. God. But I resisted. And then even when I became a comic, like I was a comic, I was doing my thing, but I would resist. Being that spirit. So I would do it like kind of on the down low. My friends would always be the one coming to me for advice. And I would tell them things. And they were like, everything you say to me happens, or everything you say to me when I listen to tell, to do what you tell me to do, it always works out that way. And I'm like, well, why can't I do that for myself?
3: Right. Well, but a lot of people can't do their abilities on themselves. No, like I can't. Jackson cannot cannot connect with like it's. She has a hard time connecting with her loved ones, but she has so many psychic medium friends that they kind of just do it for each other because they exactly. know like we can't use our power on us.
7: Exactly. I have health anxiety, so I can't determine whether it's me or not, or you know what I'm saying. Like I always think there's something wrong, or you know. Do so, you
3: see a medium? Like a medium?
7: I, yes, I have people that I've gone to. I haven't gone in a while, in a in a, a couple of years, but there's some people in Long Island that I used to go to. Long
3: Island is home to a lot of mediums.
7: Apparently there's like, you know, they say there's like something in the water there, you know?
3: There's also a town I learned, um, I think it's called Lilydale, New York, where everyone is a psychic medium in that town. Like they Lillydale? just kind of moved to a town. Yeah. And I was like, what? I, I uh, was that's talking to wild. this. Yeah. Like, I that's wild. Yeah. I
7: kind of want to so go cool. to that. Like, because yeah. that's what, I'm yeah. like, I'm trying to now change my environment in the sense of like, all right, I was in LA because I'm chasing this 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 fame thing and the whole like comedy and chasing like, you know, the the big stadiums, right? Like that's what I was. But then as I did it longer and the closer I got to it, the more I didn't want it. was giving me anxiety and i was like i don't want that i want to have like more of a peaceful traditional existence i don't want to be on display all the time i'm too sensitive for it when people would like say mean things or even when i would do shows or podcasts or and there would be i don't like the comments you know like why can't everyone just be nice right like if you have something negative to say, just don't shut the fuck up stop putting that energy out
3: people are taking their hurt and they're going you you deal with it you deal with it it. and And it's like yeah
7: exactly like i remember when i used to be on chelsea well, I used to be a writer there. One of the one of the comments, this is when I first learned it. They were like, keep the writers in the back where they belong. And I was like, <sighs> and Fortune Femes was like, Thomas, if you're going to be on TV, don't read the comments. And ever since then, I tried to stop. But then like when it, with internet stuff, you get a post and then you're like, all right, what do they say? And then they say, and then my whole fucking day, I'm like, do I have a big head? Should I <laughs> shut up?
2: i <laughs> <laughs> like, you know, like it's just the nightmare. Just here. <laughs> yeah,
7: so I had to honor. I always believe in honoring your feelings and who you truly feel, what affects you. And the shit was affecting me. So now I'm doing this where I have, obviously I still have my own different anxieties, but now it's like, it's more in my control. I can be, I feel like if you're being genuine and authentic, they'll leave you alone. They won't be so mean, you know? Yeah. So yeah. It's like, just be who, just be, the truth will set you free. I always say that. So if you're just being your genuine, honest self, most of the times it's going to be received. And then if it's not being received, then that person's really just a jerk. They're you know? closed
3: off. Yeah, exactly.
7: Yes. So now I can do this and it's, you know, it's got its own set of different things that, you, you know, like I have anxiety from when I do too many sessions, I feel it. I have to like, I have to learn my boundaries and how many I can do, you know, because you're wow. letting spirits in. In the beginning, I was letting any old spirit in. Now I like say, nope. Don't let any negative spirits, nothing, only peaceful spirits come through. I don't let, you know, this one's like, oh, my, my cousin was a murderer. Is he here? I was like, not here, honey. He ain't here. (laughs) He might be be with Teresa computer, but he ain't with me.
2: How do you set a boundary to not like you, but just by saying only good spirits, like they'll, they'll listen to you. Yes,
7: exactly. So your spirit guides, all of us have spirit guides. We all have people. How many do we have? I, I think I have only two. From what, what it, I'm feeling, uh, there's a, a man idea? and a woman that are there. I think it's what my, my grandmother, my mom's mom, she feels like she's one of mine.
3: Oh, cool. And then I
7: have uh, my uncle. So it's nice. my grandmother and my uncle. Those are the two.
3: That's awesome. Do they help you in the readings?
7: Yeah, they, I give all of my power to them. Like all of the information that's coming through them. I say as a human, you know, besides the energy stuff and feeling like what's going on inside you, that's what I do is myself, but like the spirit stuff, when I'm getting information or messages, just that's just straight up from them. Yeah. So I tell people when I'm reading them, be open. As op- more open you are, the easier it's going to be because it's like a telephone. If you're like, that's why I tell with skeptics, if you're like closed or holding it in or like trying to like see if this is real or not, this is an energy thing. I'm going to feel that. So it's like being on the telephone and like trying to like disguise your voice. I mean, like, is she gonna tell if it's me? It's like bitch, you're disguising your voice. Right. Yeah. I can't Stop. hear you.
2: Jig is up. You're yeah. <laughs> yeah, making yeah, it exactly. more difficult. Yeah. So, Hi, so, are the spirit <laughs> Are the spirit guides always our family members, or could they be
7: anything? You could have like uh, Archangel Michael is like one of my Archangels. Uh, oh, like, I
2: call him a lot. And y- yeah, Gabriel.
7: You can connect. Sex. You'll feel which one is like your main one. You know, and so I totally feel them. I, you know, but like I said, too, I had to discover this. I didn't know that this was happening until I started practicing it, you know, and now I'll get names and stuff, too. That's my favorite. Like one time I was doing this reading for this girl and I'm like the, the, the grandfather was there and I'm like, I think because I'm very honest and I'm like in my like fact that I'm still learning this. So I'm like, I think it's like it's either John or Jack. I'm getting it's either John or Jack. I could be mistaking the name, but I'm getting a John or Jack. They're like, no, my grandfather's name was John, but they called him Jack. So like, how am I gonna know? You know what I'm Boom. saying? Like that, yeah, like that kind of thing. So even for me, I'm like, yes. Yeah, you know, you're I'm excited like,
3: too. You're like, oh my god, it's working! Yeah.
7: Exactly. Yeah, I'm excited too. <laughs> you know. So and I pride myself on that. I want to just be authentic. I'm not trying to be like I'm the best. I'm this. I'm that. Right. I'm gonna blow your mind. Like, let's just have an experience. And yeah, it's gonna be great, regardless. See what? Ha- see how our energy and connects. Help you.
3: Yeah. Yeah. That's amazing. <laughs>
4: craft month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy and anytime is right to listen to iHeart Radio's iHeart Country Radio discover more shows and movies for free
6: I'm Dr. Sanjay Gupta CNN's chief
7: medical correspondent and this is Chasing Life 3 out of 4 US adults are considered overweight or have obesity 75% of Americans
1: Dr. Fatima Cody Stanford
5: Mm-hmm. That's a,
3: what What other things have you learned about? I, I'm always curious about like human life, like I, our, our human mm-hmm. behavior, um, the way we treat like death. And it, I mean, I, it's still it's still hard for a human being to comprehend, though, when someone is not physically here and missing them. I mean, oh, that's it's a nightmare. That's, it's so heavy. Um, but, you know, a lot of mediums are like, you don't need me to communicate like you can communicate. Yes,
7: exactly. Um,
3: what ways do you recommend
7: yes, people I tell try people, doing that? I tell people the best way to do that. First of all, you have to have faith, right? You have to know that like it really is a thing and it's really around you and it really exists. That's why a lot of us go to clairvoyance or mediums because we want to have that validation that it really is happening. So I do understand and appreciate wanting those like big, like, oh my God, yes, that's there's like no way you can know that. I totally love that, right? That's there's a difference between skeptic and just wanting a validation. Totally two different things totally understand the wanting validations I still love validations. So I tell people faith is the first thing, then being able to quiet your mind. I find that when I connect the most, when I'm in a reading is when I'm completely quiet. If I'm thinking about you know some shit that happened 2 hours ago, I can't get a full its energy. So they I have to let my mind be blank so that they can use it to draw a picture. If I got if there's too much going on there, I'm getting too many pictures. So for people, just meditation, learning to quiet your mind, having faith, believing, and trusting your feelings. There's times where I won't say something in a reading because I'm like, oh, that sounds too generic or, oh, Mike, sure, we all know Mike, so I don't want to say it. But then yet the person, it's like specifically Mike, like that they're waiting for. So if I don't say it, right, then I'm missing that moment. So it's about trusting your instinct. Don't say to yourself, oh, I'm just making this up. Well, if you say that to yourself, you're going to ruin that
4: connection.
3: Yeah, yeah, because it's like these—the intuition is—is, is, man. Now it's that higher. I understand what it feels like, it's more subtle than anyone it's would so ever subtle. think. Exactly. Well- so subtle, exactly. So. God damn. Subtle. Well, all
2: this stuff is t- subtle. That's the kind of thing with the, o- the, o- the thing that I the only thing that I can do out of this is like I, c- I learned how to read tarot basically only for myself. I'll do it for other yes. people. I don't really feel comfortable. That's not why I learned it. Mm-hmm. I learned it to sharpen my own intuition. Yes, and like that. these things will come out in the readings. And like, I think we're like gauging them with like our, our, our earthly gauge. Yeah, and right. so like, you'll know, you'll get, you'll, you'll get like the devil. And then you think it's like this big thing when in reality, and then the time will pass and you go, well, this was supposed to happen. And you reflect and you go, it did happen. It was just so minor in the yes. scheme of life and it's coming up on these cards that are, that mm. have these crazy pictures and wild yes. explanations and you're like, no, 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 no. I just have to learn how to gauge it better. Very similar actually to comedy and open mic when you get exactly. a little chuckle in an open mic, you go, that's going to kill when I'm on stage at, with a real audience and not like comics who are wishing ill on me. <laughs> <laughs>
8: exactly. And, right. exactly yeah. <laughs> and that's so yes. hard. That's
2: still something I'm like learning to do because I just, you know, did like a, a year-long tarot reading and I'm like Mm you know I I always leave those going this is gonna be yet again just the worst year (laughs) of my life and then I go okay well let me just realize that a lot of these big things are probably going to be m- more minor. And also like, mm-hmm. has of there course. ever been anything in life that I like came across that I didn't handle? Like, no, I'm still here. I'm still alive. Also, so, you're course. more psychic than I am current.
3: She's so. more psychic than I am.
2: Or at least in she's more in touch with it. <clears throat> I'm a Libra.
7: Okay. I was thinking Aquarius, but I was feeling the air sign. I was thinking Aquarius, but I was feeling the air element coming from you. And yeah. I think for you, you have to, that air in you and Libra women really have it actually. They have like the ability to do that. Like, so you should definitely work on that craft. Ability to do. To consciously do readings and psychic stuff. Whereas With Pisces, yours is more like just an intuitive uh, feeling, like an overwhelming tidal wave of feeling and um, electricity and like an actual scent feeling. Whereas with Libra women, they have the craft where they can actually like tap into it and consciously do it without necessarily emotionally feeling it that's the thing about the libra women so that's why it's a little different so with you i think really you have to just have like have faith that it is going to work out for you because that's that air air for some reason things usually do work out for them and i think it's because you just let the things go do you know what your moon sign is by any chance because mm, that's important. I, Find out your moon sign.
2: My rising is Pisces. I can't I, I actually I can tell you, I can tell you what my moon yeah, is. I have a whole chart and, and I just look, open my email. Yeah, yeah the it's moon crazy is super how important.
7: Can, yeah. To so be double Pisces, oh, you poor thing. I mean, the moon in Pisces is rough and I general. mean I but
3: now but now that I understand, like, oh, these feelings that I'm feeling aren't mine. So right. that at least gives me the sanity aspect of like they right theirs.
7: Exactly. The they're there, yeah.
3: there's somebody else's whatever. A lot of times I'll get Bloated. Like when I'm around somebody right. negative, my oh. stomach will expand and I can't yeah. fucking move. And I'm like, I'm kind of like, this is cool. Like, I because I know <laughs> now and I know it's happening. I'm like, oh, you're like, a, you're like a who was room. I just with that had the shitty energy? Yeah, And like as a performer, and if you're in the public eye, people throw their insecurities at you behind oh. the screen of a computer and yes. it's like, I hate that we're vulnerable to other people's
2: haterade, but yes. we are. <laughs> my, moon no, we is, are. A- my moon is Aries.
7: Oh my, so that's I, fire.
2: Yeah, okay. I was like, I almost forgot, but I was like, that makes sense too. Like all my, like all, most of my favorite celebrities are Aries and I've dated Aries and like, I love Aries.
7: Yeah, no, Aries is, a, that's a, I actually used to wish my moon was in Aries. My moon's in Pisces, which is a hard, that's why I understand that, that, that that journey I yeah. used to say I wish it was because it was almost like it's Pisces and then Aries right after Pisces so I used to be like oh my mother would have held her legs closed a little longer <laughs> I could have had an Aries moon <laughs> <laughs> That would have been a little more like, like stabilized you know That's so <laughs> Aries, they really are go-getter There, you even have the shape like you can see certain shapes of people's faces with oh, their wow. sign yes and with the Aries, like they have the, the eyebrows. So when you look in an Aries- So symmetrical
2: symbol, this one. <laughs> well, Libra, it's all, but, it's but all about- mo- oh, but, the right in Aries, yeah. but the moon and Aries,
7: but the moon, so your moon sign is just as important as your sun sign. So your sun is Libra, but the moon, the moon is actually who you are inside, like your spirit. They say that the moon is actually more of who you are the older you get. The more you get to know mm-hmm. yourself and the more you, you, under, you appreciate who you are, you get to your moon sign. So oh. yeah, that, so that for you, that Aries, you can see it in your, in your eyebrows. When you see the symbol for Aries, it's that, like, it looks like the Tesla symbol. You're the Tesla symbol, basically. Oh yeah, you're so, yeah. the Tesla
3: symbol.
7: Yeah. So, oh, wow. and, and for you, Christina, like the double Pisces, that means that you've always kind of, even as a kid, you've always kind of been um, connected to who you were. Like you're not, you're actually growing into the person you always were. Like, but now it it's seem, feeling yeah. more, right? It feels yeah. more, it's starting to feel more complete.
3: Yeah, because childhood trauma really does, do, can depending on who you are. Yes, actually,
7: environmental I guess. human it, shit.
3: Yeah, yeah, it's crazy. But then once you get past that and you're on the other side of it, you're like, oh, I'm a person mm-hmm. and I can yeah. actually like lean into my strengths. This exactly. Or
7: it's, oh, I'm a spirit. Whereas the person was being affected by the environmental trauma. True, so now true. you're more of a spirit. Yeah. And once and you I, get past that human shit, then you can like thrive in that spirituality. That's why those people like, that are like sitting on the cliff crisscross and like meditating and they have nothing because that was the thing too when I started this I was like well if I'm leaving comedy you know is it bad that I still want all the things right and I'm like I want to live in my spirit and in spirit there isn't like all the money and the houses and the cars and all the but I like all the creature comforts so I'm like I want to help the world but do I have to be poor doing it you right. Know, like, that's shouldn't thing. And I'm like, and that's the, you kind of do. Yeah. And I'm like, <laughs> with the humility, I'm sitting here. I'm like, all right, I got my room and my zoom. Let's talk some spirits, you know, or let's <laughs> like reveal some energy and could I'm changing you... lives. But at the same time, I, you know, I got at least civic that I have to worry about.
3: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <That's> so funny. <laughs> Is there anything that like, do you like, if I were to ask, like, could you do like, could you do a reading uh, or do you have to get in the zone of I have to
7: do the, yeah, I meditate for a half hour before each session. Yeah. So I meditate, I open um, without being, you know, again, I could like feel instincts and stuff. I could feel things that you might be going through if we connected and we did that. I could totally do that. But as far as like spirit, and maybe they could, but usually I do like, I meditate a half hour before all my sessions
3: i see okay
7: well that's up.
2: nice though that you that there's like a gate that needs to be open right you don't not want not everything really, always really. flying at you no
7: i used to be like that and that's why i bl- wound up on antidepressants and SSRs. yeah you know, it's like, too much yeah, because i was just flooding open and in the beginning too i had to go to like a holistic doctor to like clear energies from me because i was letting I i didn't have any gate up it was just all of them coming in yeah I saw a murder one time, literally, like I saw, I was like doing a reading and I said, did you just watch a horror movie or something? And she's like, no, why? I go, because I literally just saw someone's throat getting sliced and she's like, I don't know what that is. And then like five or 10 minutes later, she's like, oh my God, I'm like, what? She's like, a year ago, my cousin was murdered and they Uh. cut her, they cut her throat and I go, oh, well, she's here. And then she started showing me what happened. But she didn't because I didn't say to the girl, oh, did you have a cousin who got her? Because I didn't know. I just saw the throat thing. I thought she watched a horror movie. And she's like, that's who that is. So then we figured that out. Yeah. So after that kind of stint, I'm like, I got to like clear a house and just put up some, you know, some walls. I don't, you know, yeah. don't, that energy is too hard for me. It's too heavy.
3: <sighs> yeah. And how do you, I mean, it's, that's got to take a while, I imagine, to like clear it out of your field
7: yes to clear it out and it, it just to even let it in i don't even want to let it in anymore like you know i don't want to i don't get messages of like death or dying i'm not going to tell you know i'm not that there are people clairvoyant that, that hinders
3: do, that kind of hinders your life on earth doesn't it yeah what well that, that
7: i've i know stories about that that have happened and i don't want to do that or be a part of that it's just not who i am each medium or or clairvoyant that you meet i believe they're going to use it's like their personality their aesthetic. a yeah. step yeah. So because I'm very sensitive and like care about what people feel like, I would be like, like one time I was doing a reading for this girl and I heard her in her head say, cause I was telling her about her boyfriend that she, she didn't want to hear the information I was telling her. So I heard her say, this is bullshit. So I looked up cause a lot of times my eyes are closed when I'm doing it. Cause I don't want to be led by someone's like facial feature. Like they're like, so I want to just, sure. let my, so I keep my eyes closed a lot and I go, what's bullshit. And she's like, what? I go, what's bullshit? I'm like, you think that I'm bullshitting you? She goes, no, 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 no. I go, why did you say this is bullshit? She goes, you heard me? I go, yeah. She goes, I didn't say it. I thought it. So I was like, I heard you. You're psychic
2: now, bitch. Yeah.
7: <laughs> I was like, I go, I would never bullshit you. She goes, no, 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 no. She goes, what you were saying to me about like how my boyfriend's intentions and that, because it was kind of like he wasn't, he wasn't was the boyfriend the alive? Yeah, he was alive.
2: Oh, okay. So like she, like his behavior was bullshit or like what he was doing. Like, I don't have to put up with this. Like, No, that? She,
7: his behavior was, she was the wrong one in this situation. Oh. Yeah. So because oh. I was trying to like in a nice way tell her. So she was fighting.
2: Her, okay, I see. Give I see. her
7: advice without saying, because I'm very conscious and aware of people's defense mechanisms. So I don't want to yeah. like trigger that. I want to just help. So I was trying to in a nice way say it. And in her head, she's going, this is bullshit. Because like she didn't want right, to hear it. Like, right, because she didn't want to hear it. Doing the right thing.
3: You got to be ready to hear it. Yes. Oh, man.
7: And I was like, girl, I would never. Bu- oh, my God. I'm not because I thought she was saying I was bullshit. She's like, no, 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 no. I was like, so then like I had to stop. I was like, All right, we need to reset because now I'm like shook. <laughs> 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 I was, so I was like, I would never lie to you and I would never try to trick you. And she's like, no, that's she's like, I was saying about what you were saying about him. And I'm like, OK, let's reset. I go, we don't have to even talk about him because it was so sensitive. I go, let's not even talk about him anymore. I right. go, let's move on. I go, I'm here for you. I don't want to discuss. Let's not even. Talk Do you about
3: find it. people come to you mostly with love related inquiries? Because I feel like that's where everybody gets tripped up.
7: Everyone does get tripped up there. I got to be honest, though. Re- lately, the past like year, a lot of people are coming to me with like, am I on the right path?
3: Oh, Um, that's nice.
7: Yeah. Am I doing? And it's really cool because I always- Feminism, baby. I used to see this shit when I was in high school. I used to tell people about the change in energy, the split of consciousness, how we're going to be in two different levels of energy. Like uh, people are going to be more like you. There will be a a split of energy that want to do good for the world, that want to evolve, that want to be a better leading spirit. And then there's going to be the old school energy that they don't want. They don't want to, they resist change. They don't want things to change. They want to stay the same. They want to, you know, in that. So- When I see now people saying they want to better themselves, they go, am I doing my soul's purpose? Am I here for my journey? So I say, let's unveil it. Let me see. Let me connect. Let me see what they show me, what you are supposed to. And most of the time, which I love, it's connecting with what they're already doing. So I say, so you're on the right track. Stay in that field because I'll say, don't tell me what it is that you're doing. Let me see if it matches what they show me.
3: Right. If it
7: doesn't match what they're showing me, then I'll say, well, have you ever thought of doing something like this? And and that usually is like, yes, I have. So then I say, all right, let's figure out where you went, why you switched the path. Usually it might be because of an insecurity. Maybe it was because of wanting to make dad proud, or maybe it was because like an ex-boyfriend made you feel like shit about it. So you changed it. So I'm here to put you back
3: on that track. Oh, that's invaluable. And I Hmm. love that. That's my favorite
7: shit, you know? Spoiler stuff. Sure. Bone... Sure.
3: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <winner>. Like,
1: <laughs> what I, have you been... want to like unveil your truth.
3: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Cause then you because that's what's gonna help immediately this person now. I mean, that's gonna yes, be such a instant. I wanna,
1: yes. Right. I mean, I guess change.
3: talking
2: to dead people you don't know isn't that interesting. Uh, I so. mean, it, it's like, you know, I've got it, you know, like, yeah, I
7: don't know. <laughs> like, yeah, there's so many mediums too. Like, I wanna like go further and like dig deeper
2: how
3: can it help you now
2: yeah apply it to apply it to this world yeah yeah sense. exactly
7: like i'll give you the validations of who's here and then i say them and then we're going to use them to give me messages for to help you and right, get yeah. you on your path rather right, than just right. sit there for 45 minutes just telling you things that you know it's cool. it's cool it's a cool magic right like it's like a magic show that's cool but like but it doesn't change how you. do i change how does this affect help me and it does help when people know that there's another side it does help with anxiety it does help with no. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, totally. And I love that aspect, but I really want to like help change people, you yeah. know, for the better, for themselves.
3: Well, and I think we intellectualize everything and we get so in our heads and we just can't mm-hmm. like, we 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 think about, or at least I find myself like, I think about myself too much and I'm analyzing myself. This is not peace. This is not inner peace. It's exa- I do Oh my
7: God, it's terrible.
0: Yeah. And that's like, why I say
7: to you, when I was picking up with you with your, with the, with when it comes to like having sex with people that you can, that you then feel their emotions and you feel, that's yeah. what I'm saying for you. I really think. A lot of times with you, and remember when we had a session and when we were talking, I feel that you do, you process things, but I do feel that you have your, your defend mechanisms are so strong that sometimes they bounce right off of you like rubber. Sometimes I feel you don't even allow it to absorb because you're protecting yourself.
3: What but allow it being what? what? Anything
7: like, any, oh. like you'll, it's almost like you'll take the information and store it for later and decide if you're going to process it or let it have stock in your folders.
3: Yeah. I how think do you that process you just, oh, something?
7: <laughs> say that.
3: How do you process something? Because I, you're right. I, I definitely do it's, that.
7: Yes, it's about you. Have to have faith that you're strong enough to absorb the information. And if it's if it hurts you or makes you feel uncomfortable, that you're also a grown. You're a grown adult now, and you can. You're not the same kid that you were. You're more in control of what affects you. You have to have faith in for you. It's about having faith in yourself that like all that you've built or all that you've done or all that you've become in this world isn't going to crumble because you allow yourself to be more vulnerable or because you allow yourself to, in the moment, just take it. Because sometimes I think you might put it in the file, but then you never get to it. And then Mm -hmm. you never absorb it. Because then there's that procrastinator side of you that comes out. And then you're like, well, I'm not going to deal with that now because I feel so good. And then you never deal with it. And then it comes up somewhere else later in the wrong moment. Mm-hmm. Does that make
3: sense? Oh yeah, it makes all the sense in the world. Yeah, I'm really so trying I, to face myself this year.
7: Well, good. So then take this insight that I'm giving you and really try to absorb the things in the moment. But right, you know, <laughs> Tom's
2: is like, so then good, then do this. <laughs> it's true.
7: That's what I tell people. If you, I don't mean to be like, if you listen, if you do, but if you listen to what I'm saying, I yeah, promise you'll see some differences and you'll see changes.
3: Yeah. yeah. It's
7: like a doctor. I call myself like a soul surgeon. Yeah. yeah. I'm going to get in there and I'm going to maybe release a little pressure from the nerve so that you can have some blood flow. Yeah. You know, so just that. And I say to people, take it with you. So just take what I'm saying with you and in your time, process it and decide if you're going to use that insight. You know, I tell people you don't have to do it right now, Right, but you know, take it. But I'm telling you, if you do learn to, if you let yourself just absorb it in the moment, you're going to be pleasantly surprised with how strong you are and how yeah. you can change.
3: Yeah. I guess yeah. The, the idea of absorbing something in the moment when you haven't been doing it, you're like, I don't even mm-hmm. know what that feels like. But you know, right, because you're out. so
7: used to having the electric fence up from when you were younger. Yeah,
3: younger.
2: Yeah, yeah. So yeah.
7: it's you just have to I say it's like trial and error. You just have to have faith and just it's like when you first did can't stand up. You didn't know if you were gonna be able to do it or not, but you did it anyway. Yeah. And then it wound up being great. So just no, have faith in yourself.
3: That yeah, you're yeah. not
7: going to crumble if you will, you know, if you take what this person's saying and really feel it in the moment.
8: Mm-hmm. Because when
7: I feel you connecting and truly listening and absorbing it, I feel a whole nother you. And it feels so much deeper because you're so, de- you, there's so much depth there. Yeah, yeah. Fucking let people feel that depth because I feel so much more connected to you when I am feeling that when you're really engaging and like listening yeah. and absorbing yeah. it. Oh, mm. it's actually beautiful to be honest with you.
3: Oh, thanks. Yeah, I feel like a weird feeling in my stomach now.
7: Oh, yes, sorry. girl. I'm you, <laughs> yes, That's please so let me. You know, let me give that to you because i, I <laughs> every time I connect to you, I feel that 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 sensitivity inside you. Like it's really beautiful and comforting, and it's it's gorgeous. You know, you. honestly, really.
3: And I wonder, like, with everything I've I've learned about like the spirit world and stuff, and and that I've gained, it's like okay. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, to come into this world with uh as a sensitive soul, like to kind of yes. choose this more sensitive type of person, and then being born into my particular circumstances, where like a, a mother who had right. no regard for my sensitivity, that's like that's a that's a challenge to get me to 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 really come out the other side, being way more human than if I had everything go well. So right, exactly it is nice. right,
7: and that's part of your karmic journey. Is that you're yeah. supposed to be experiencing that? And I kind yeah, of feel yeah. like when you say that, like about your mom, I feel like the reason she was like that is because there was some stuff going on with your dad with her that mm-hmm. she she wasn't dealing. She wasn't a full human yet for that experience, so she yeah. couldn't be the mother that you may have perceived she should have been. Right, right. Because she was going through her own experience with your father.
3: Yeah, and that mm.
7: experience a- a- affected how she treated you. Because she just mm. wasn't there, but you perceived it differently because you didn't realize that's what she was really going through. You were a kid. How would you know right,
3: that? Right, right, right. Man, it's so easy to f- have a kid and then fuck the kid up.
7: Oof, well, yeah, uh, no ki- no human gets out unscathed.
3: Right, Earth seems like a like a whew, It's a training ground.
7: <laughs> yeah, to say the least, more like an Afghani boot camp. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> with the monkey bars. Yeah, right? yeah. That's oh what Earth feels like. All a lot of times, that anxiety of yeah. like that heaviness, that pressure. Right. Yeah. I know.
2: And then, well, I, it's interesting because like, especially with all this, I mean, I felt this way before kind of the past five years when we've been really getting into what, what all, you know, j- nicely call the woo woo. Um, mm-hmm. But like mm-hmm. we, it, I just can't, I it's very hard for me, like wrap my mind around like having a child because like everyone's so fucked up and I'm like, I don't want to just bring another fucked up person into the world. Like, especially when there's so much healing to be done, you know, for the people who are already existing.
7: 100 percent. We're already over. And and that's another theme I noticed with a lot of uh, females that come to me. They're not it's not like the older generation that was like ready to have five kids. Right. A, lot of, hey. a lot of girls are very like, I don't know if I necessarily want to. So when it comes to that, I like to dig in and I say, well, let me explore this and see if it's coming from actual fear of physically having a child or if this is a real genuine feeling for you. Yeah. So a lot of times it is a genuine feeling where they just and I connect to it. And I'm like, I believe you. I feel that that really is a thing. But then there'll be times I'll say. Is it more of a fear of physical, actual physically having a child, like carrying it? Because that's a real scary
2: thing. That's the only part I'm interested Sounds in.
7: <laughs> right. So for you, exactly. Like it did feel real when you said about bringing more people into this f- fucked up situation. Yeah. And for you, it is really just th- that you would enjoy the physical part. But there are a lot of people that they hide behind a certain tr- storyline, but it's right, really right. A, d- a deeper fear. So I always say, as long as you're not doing it out of fear, so let's figure out, let's get to the root of it to see if it's from the fear or if it really is because you believe, really truly believe this. And yeah. when you said that, I felt that you did truly believe that. I also think that you, you think very logically for yeah. you, you're a lo- you're like a, I, I don't know what sided brain they would call that, like cerebral, like the side of the brain that uses logic a lot. You are creative, yes, but you are a logical thinker. So that sometimes I think can also maybe interfere with some of your processes Being too logical, maybe try, you know, it's like, try to like go more into the spirit, the feelings of it. It's almost like, that's, what's interesting about the both of you is that's where you're opposite. You know, you can teach each other those things. You can help ground (laughs) her more, Christina more, and you can help Crown Corinne. You could get, give her more of the feelings, more of that emotional wave, get in touch with those, those, those nerves, the nerves in your body. Yeah. And that's why you probably were brought together to be that like dichotomy.
3: Mm Mm-hmm. You yeah, know, so we're very from yeah. each
7: other.
3: Very different like in terms of like approach and how to handle stress and stuff, but it's been very helpful, very eye-opening. And yes. that's why we make a good that's why we make a good comedy duo
7: right exactly and our brains go different out. places I keep yeah.
3: Christina alive yeah oh so many times I've almost
7: <laughs> I'm died I'm sure I don't doubt
3: it we
2: can't go there it's dangerous <laughs> it's, it's pretty
3: dangerous <laughs> yeah almost God killed us a bunch <laughs> I almost drove Corinne and I off a cliff in Los Angeles and um, she very calmly goes hey the back wheel the back tire is about to fall off the cliff and I was like oh okay oh my and it God. was <laughs> but she was so nightmare. calm about it that I was like maneuvering around I'm know, like, wow, man. look at that. It's teamwork. <laughs> and you're just like
7: in pi- full Pisces mode. <laughs>
3: <laughs> just a zany motherfucker. Yes, <laughs>
7: yes. It's so funny too, because as, before you even said that, I was thinking to myself, I was like, I was going to say to you, if, if there was anyone I wanted to drive the ambulance, it would be Corinne. It would not oh, be. Oh, 100%. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well,
2: Never, yeah. You haven't seen me drive. You haven't seen me get in a car and go, is this one the gas? But, you know, <laughs> no. in theory, that's that's just a technical skill. Though. That's right, no exactly. Problem. Yeah. As far as like having
7: faith in your ability to get me to yeah, so point I, A to point B, I
2: do have faith in my ability. I, I'm like someone who I would always be like, I'll sit in the exit row on the plane, not even because I need more space, just because I'm like, I would like to be in charge if this goes down because yes. I trust myself that I will do a good job. Exactly. I, I always, I like, I always like look up and down the people in the exit row, and I go, "This is this going to be travesty. <laughs> You're Discussing them with that <laughs> logical It's Going to be a travesty if this goes down. Yeah, Corinne
3: always, Corinne always has the most absolutely accurate read on people, and it's immediate. And sometimes she'll like. I don't like. I do not like this person like very strongly, and then they turn out to be a piece of shit. And I'm like, yes. wow, that's, that's also amazing. a numbers
2: game. Just most people. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, it's yeah. like a party um, trick, but I'm tricking everyone because it's just like, oh, We're just, all pieces just statistically the odds are in my favor You're the <laughs> right. You're
3: a dipshit. She's but a see, dipshit. But see, look, there's
7: your logical brain again getting in the way of your actual abilities. <laughs> my
2: actual ability. Yeah,
7: see, that's what I'm saying. See, she, Christina was telling you how your instinct usually is so right. And then your logical brain said, well, ratio wise, it's actually <laughs> right. it's more. I love, to, away, I love
2: a statistic.
7: Yeah, you took away your beautiful gift that you do have as that Libra woman who can see that stuff and feel those things and you made it so logical just like I said to you your logic is great but it gets in the way of flourishing and using and showing those gifts to the world so if you did ever wanted to I'm not here to tell you to do it or not but if you do ever want to embrace those gifts and help people with it and use it I would start with the logic stuff and dim that more save that for production you know
2: everyone's gonna be real unhappy okay
7: my just, would, My she's not to-
2: logical who's steering the ship i know i go oh boy this is about to get completely out of control <laughs> but don't be over afraid
7: here of it. and even like when you said when you do the cards you're like i would never i do it just for myself and do there's a piece of you that doesn't want to take that jump but like i said only if you are No, i did to. it for,
2: i yeah I, I did it for someone you're right and i was like oh, i don't I, I just i just i was like i i morally i was like uh i don't want to do something so kind of like that feels so heavy if right. I'm not a hundred percent certain. Of but kind of like as I was doing it, I was like, "No, I'm right." Like, yeah, exactly, like I felt, right. I feel right about this. Yeah, exactly.
7: And then you can help that person, and you can learn your. I call it your, like your reading aesthetic. So like my mm-hmm. reading aesthetic is sensitivity. So I'm going to be sensitive about, I'm not going to, I'm going to feel the person might be triggered by something and really not talk about it. Cause why right. am I trying to, I'm not trying to ruin someone's Monday, you know, like, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> that's say? a good like,
2: motto to have, Thomas.
7: <laughs> yeah. So that's my aesthetic, but I've had people, there are that will tell you straight up, like, oh, your boyfriend's cheating on you. So I had one where I knew the girl's um, husband wasn't the one, like, oh, ah, was a, yes, shit. so I, that's
3: so heavy. I
7: wanted her to see it herself. I didn't right, say to her. Because
3: it's stronger if she sees it and maybe exactly, it's her lesson. Yes, yes, her yes. lesson is to see what's in front of her.
7: Exactly. Yeah. So for me, I want to guide you. I'll, I'll know the thing. So I'm going to guide you to see it yourself. I yeah. might ask you questions or say things to you. To
3: Were you successful Like in, yes. in cases like this? Oh, n- good.
7: near the end. She finally saw it, but she didn't say it. And later she reached out to me.
3: And said, oh,
7: wow. I processed what you were talking about. And I, so, I realized what you were doing. You didn't want to just say to me, she's like, but I do know. The end of the day, it was like, I wanted her to know that she deserved more than what she was receiving. And then right. she just didn't believe in herself, really. And she was allowing that to be the thing. That relationship was like her only. And, and eventually she was able to see it. And she wanted different than what he wanted but she was changing everything she wanted for him to keep him. So through the conversation and finally getting her to see it, again, I would never push to make you like jarred so later she reached out and said, I totally understood what you were doing and now I see what you're saying and I'm going to make those changes. I kind of would love to like almost, I don't even remember, you know, how to get in touch with them, but I wonder how, you know, if she ever.
3: Right. And it's a it stronger, her coming to that realization by way of just being guided by you, yes. gently nudged. That's such a stronger, yes. dura- like that, that has duration. Like that yes. means like, you know, the, the possibility of you actually moving on, getting a divorce, finding love treating yourself better is is much higher than if you were to say because if you were to say your husband's cheating on you mm-hmm. the defenses come up if they don't want to hear it they're not going to hear it doesn't matter if it's true or not people exactly. believe what they want to believe oj convinced himself he didn't kill so it's when, like yeah exactly so, humans are so good at convincing themselves of the truth that they want to hear all uh, the time that, that's how you survive it's just that's such like, a pain
2: in the ass like do you're like oh my husband's cheating on me like do i have to <laughs> yeah, exactly yes. like oh my god what a yes. burden what a what an yeah. addition to your to-do list Ugh, yeah <laughs>
7: Exactly right now. It's like, yeah, oh, I got to get salad. I have to I get, get a, little, like, uh, a lawyer. Water, and now I got to go find out who this bitch is that my husband's cheating on me with. <laughs> now I got to go cut a bitch.
2: And I got
7: I to got, I get brownie mixed and I got to cut a bitch. <laughs> it's a fun Sunday. That's why I can't in relationships because I love so hardcore that like, I'm, I used to say, I'm, a show, I'm, a, I'm the kind of girl that shows up.
2: Yeah. yeah. I'm
7: gonna show up at the date at the Olive Garden. Yeah, you know, I'm gonna and who's this bitch. I'm not gonna wait till you get home to talk about it. Dude, oh, I I've, right.
2: I've waited five hours outside a movie theater for someone to walk out with someone else, so I feel yes, like, honey, yes, exactly. <laughs> like this yes. the whole time because I was like, you well, gotta be in the pose. They can't, they can't catch exactly,
7: you being a man. Yes, <laughs> yes, exactly. I'm you. Can't <laughs> can't you smiling at a stranger. <laughs> <joyful>. <laughs> oh,
3: that's man. amazing. Um, yeah. Anything else that you found that you've uh, discovered that you're like, huh? Okay, we're doing this mm-hmm. wrong, or or just truths about yeah, the like human hearts. With-
7: life in general and just um i think that the i always tell people the more genuine you could be to your truth like that's why truth is that's why my dog's name is truth like that to me is such an important thing i always say the truth will set you free if you're if you ever need an answer whether something's right or wrong or however you're feeling about something because like like i've i've still questioned to myself am i leaving comedy because uh my spirit doesn't match with the business? Am I leaving comedy because this, and I have to always be honest with myself. The more honest you can be with yourself, because you lie to yourself,
8: oh, the more boy, honest you we. can be,
7: yeah, you will get the answer. You might not like the answer, but if you're honest with yourself, you will get the answer that you're meant to have. And then it's about having faith to take that leap. So that's why life is scary, because we're living in a life where we're just, plagiarizing basically our, our truths. We're just saying what we think we want. Like, that's why I used to explain to people. So I had a dream to be a famous comedian. Right. And, and when I was in that dream and getting close to that, the more I was in the dream, I would look around and say, this isn't the dream that I dreamed. Now I could have kept lying to myself and saying, oh no, it's going to be this. It's going to be, it's going to get changed and be that. But I'm like, no, this is, this is it. This is the reality of what Cause when you're dreaming, it's just a thought it's a, it's like, what is that? It's a, a fantasy. fantasy. What does that look yeah. like? Then when you're in it, there's all these real life things happening. So I had to say to myself, this isn't the dream I dreamed. And it's okay to say, let's go towards a different dream or let's go where I'm at now. What am I thinking about now? What is important to me now? For like two years of the last two years of my comedy, I wasn't even, I didn't want this audience to applaud. The host used to say, how do you want me to bring you up? And I would say to silence, I said, tell the audience, not clap. Let them, they can clap at the end after I did something. Because I used to say, well, I'm not like just some dancing monkey. Let me perform for you. Let me show you why you're applauding. Ernie. I hated it. It felt so fake. But then I realized, why am I trying to change the whole like, structure of the beast? They want to applaud. They're here to applaud. Let them do it. Just because I'm feeling like it's disingenuous and I haven't done anything for you yet, that's my own shit. So maybe this isn't the thing you want to do anymore.
3: Right, you know? that's a guidance that that could be a potential clue, right? Maybe they but were
7: just that.
2: applauding that you were, you know, having vulnerable- the- vulnerability to get up there, yeah. Thomas. <laughs>
7: right, but that yeah, it felt like to me because if they had known me, they would know that at that point, well, you know. Eleven years in the game. I'm. This is this is just fun and easy at this. This is another guy. Yeah. So now you're just clapping because the host said clap. I'm not famous, so yeah. There are comedy fans that had known me. You know, you know, you had people that know you, but you're not like a household name. Right. So you're just clapping because. And then you know. So I was like, let me. I feel it'll be more beautiful for all of us if at the end you applaud because I fucking killed and you loved it. And you know what they did at the end, they would be like, it felt so much more real and honest. So that was just my truth. I yeah. had to accept because I, for a year I would get on stage and I would hate it. There'd be plotting and then I had to shake it off and I'd be like, all right, here I am, you guys. And thank you for, you know, thanks for being here. You know? <laughs> so I was like, let me just get up and do my thing. And then at the end we'll rejoice, you know, we'll enjoy right. It. Right, so right, right. That's what I learned the most is be honest with, because through that, the main point is I realized I just didn't want to do it anymore. Yeah. The whole culture of it. I yeah. love stand up and I love making people laugh, even in my sessions when yeah. I do readings, with Yeah, laughing. you're very
3: funny in your sessions. Oh,
7: my God. <laughs> you know, yeah, we're laughing, we're, you know, having a good time. Sometimes it's an, obviously there's times where people are crying and it's sad and stuff, but like for the most but part, it's healing. You know, yeah, like I'll always be funny. Yeah,
3: yeah, yeah. You and and it's like,
7: I'm just being honest. Let me try this path. Let me see it, you know, because right. when I was growing up, I used to say, I'm going to be a voice for people that need guidance or leadership. And I thought that through comedy, once I was known, then people would know, they would know who I was and then I could use my voice. Right. But what I realized is that comedy taught me that I wanted to live in spirit and not in my ego. So I didn't Mm -hmm. want it to be about me. I wanted it to be about you, about the people.
3: Yeah, Yeah. that's beautiful. That taught me that,
7: yeah. So I learned from that. So it was meant to be because I needed that lesson because before that I was living in the me, me, me thing. Because I was trying to resist who I originally was as the 13-year-old with the quarter named Charlie.
3: Yeah,
7: Charlie. (laughs) In my mind, I'm like, listen, fag, put the quarter away, you know? (laughs) Oh,
3: yeah, right, right, (laughs) right.
7: Don't be that kid anymore. You're just like narcissistic, homecoming king, fucking meme. And that's not who I genuinely am.
2: Yeah. yeah. I love
7: myself, but I love humans, too. And I want to help people. and. That's why I want to adopt the kid from Sally Struthers, you know?
3: Yeah, yeah. That's oh. who I am. <laughs> That's amazing. That's beautiful. Um, so if we mm-hmm. want to book a reading, like where, where do we yes. find you online? And is there anything you specialize in or you're really helpful with or topics that you love getting into with people?
7: Yeah. I, and if you ever want to book a reading, you can either put your uh, Instagram on private if you need to and just DM me through Instagram, ThomasDale5. Mm-hmm. Or Thomas you can go right files. to my website. I'm sure you'll put that in the comments. thing. q mm-hmm. it's qandthomas.com, K-E-W-E-N, thomas.com. And through there, you'll see reviews, you'll see comments, and then you could just book appointment. And I just ask and your it's over first name soon. and your phone number, and then right. you get a message and we go from there. It's actually really simple and very easy. I booked yeah. two or three months out. So if you want to book, just reach out.
3: Yeah. And yeah. And yeah. I love is- my reading with you. It was great. And you're very funny in the readings.
7: <laughs> yeah. And I love just connecting and I love watching people's personal growth. I have people who come to me like every other month and I watch nice. them grow. I usually suggest six months, but some people want it like therapy. So I say, all right, as long as you know that that's what we're doing and it's more of that, you know, cause I tell people after a while you get all the information you can get, right. If it's just that kind of reading, like with medium stuff. So I'm not a gypsy. I'm not here to just take your money, you know, like I'm right. like, that's not what I'm looking to do. So people who want to do it like every other month or every three months, that's more of like just energy stuff, like where I'm yeah. telling them, or like clairvoyance, if they have a question specifically about like a job thing or something like that, because I can feel it and get messages. So yeah. So just
3: reach out. That's amazing. Thank, thank you, you so, so much, much for, for time. doing us.
2: Thank
7: you guys. Thank you girls for having me. And you know, you're both, I just love both of your energies and I'm so, so cool.
2: It was Thanks, so good. good to see you. We miss you in New York, but I'm yeah. glad you're know, doing well out there.
3: Girls,
7: it's Hit us such up. A-
2: Are you coming back? anytime soon
7: well i do want to move closer to my family so like i said before i'm trying to make my new energy match my environment maybe
3: lilydale new york i think it's lilydale is the name of the town
7: well when you said that i kind of did spark up a little i'm thinking um asheville north Mm -hmm. carolina
2: Ooh, yeah north carolina is so beautiful yeah yeah
7: and i still need like a southern vibe that's why i like la but i do want to be closer to my family and it's a quick
2: flight yeah
7: yeah. And I feel like like a mountain town will be like, there's a lot of like very oh. holistic healers and stuff in Asheville. But again, mm-hmm. too, it's just such a hard, it really is such a crazy place that I'm in where I'm, this whole, car- this was my career comedy. And like, these were my, these are my peers. You are all like my family. Like we're all like, we're like a dysfunctional family. So to like leave that, it is a stressful for me. It's a big, it's a big jump. So I'm trying to learn to say, you know what, even if it's just a couple of years and you're just having to readjust and like explore this energy thing and see where it goes, then it's that. I don't have to say, I used to be so like, I'm leaving comedy and that's it. line in the sand. Yeah. How about I'm just going to explore this energy, take yeah. a little break. I mean, Rodney Dangerfield came back, he left comedy at 50, came back at 62 and then became like on every fucking comedy wall paint, you know, in Yeah, New York. Yeah, that's, that's a true. good
2: point. That's yeah. a very good point. So
7: I'm like, I'm funny. I'm always going to be funny. So that's not, you can't leave, you can't quit funny.
2: Yep, correct.
7: So yeah. now I'm just going to It's a burden that we pen. all
2: have, yeah. Mm-hmm. You <laughs> so. know,
7: and I love funny people. I love you, you know, I love hanging with it, you know, and I miss everyone in New York too. And I don't know, I can't be so sensitive.
3: <laughs> I say that every day, Thomas, but you know, I can't <laughs> escape
2: it. Oh, man. Well, thank you so much. This has been Guys We Fucked, the anti-slut-shaming podcast. We'll talk to you next Friday. Guys We Fucked is presented by Luminary.
3: Created and hosted by Corinne Fisher and Christina Hutchinson.
2: Editing and music coordination by Mike Coscarelli. Theme song by Rob Patterson and Jake Cozen. Suck my
3: wet-ass pussy.
2: <laughs> Christina said to cut that before, but now it's in there. Yeah,
3: let's keep it. Who cares?
6: Now I'm faking a smile, batting my lips to own your You know I've been here before, searching for hope, waiting around To find someone like you in the distance Someone who listens, someone who won't make me miss this And I, back and forth with a commitment, show some forgiveness I will put my best dress on I'll play